and we are live. God, Donna in that goddamn dungeon. Hi, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am back, and I'm one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we are joined by team podcasts, Kev and Jake. It's the three yeah. amigos versus Sam tonight. So she's the, the, uh, the solo <gasps> female. Oh, my God, With- I've just seen the cover. Oh, that looks amazing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, My apologies. <laughs> Sam's getting excited by big monkeys. What can we say? <laughs> but yes, uh, if you haven't seen the advertisements or the pictures, we are doing our top five movie monsters. So it is going to be uh, quite interesting just because mm. I think when we picked this one, everyone kind of had an idea of what a movie monster was. Mm. Uh, Until Kev went, what's a movie monster? <laughs> 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 What's your definition of a movie monster? And then my, my panic buttons just started to come right in. <laughs> this is one that I've literally just had a conversation about on the page when someone mm-hmm. said, would you count Lord of the Rings and June as monster movies? There's mm-hmm. the Balrog, there's Shelob, there's Sandworms, monsters. Yep. So pretty much everything in, like say, fantasy or even non-fantasy can have a representation in this but I think like say I went for my personal ones the ones that either I, I loved or were actually a bit scared of so um there's probably been a big few misses there's been a few changes in mine I know um I even from the last today and I don't normally change me picks on the day that we do this uh two got took out and two has been put in so <laughs> Yeah, I've got a selection of eight, um, and it's just going to chop and change regarding on how the conversation's going. Look at him, uh, all prepared. (laughs) uh, I haven't gone for for soft and fluffies or anything like that. I've gone for ones that literally scared the shit out of me as a kid. I'm looking forward to Kev's then. (laughs) What about you, Jake? What type of... um, Because I know you've got a love of a certain kind of monster as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm Mr. Kaiju. um, But... (laughs) No, I'd, well, it was hard, though, because it's trying to split things off from series, at least. Mm-hmm. And then when people started saying, like, what is a monster? I was like, huh. What's so, that? yeah, like, a few a few got dropped in that, on first thought, didn't pop into my head. But then when I'd seen some different conversations about it, I was like, hang on, yeah, that is a great monster. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's going to be a fun one. Definitely. <laughs> Kind of <laughs> oh, it's a good I, one, though. That's the thing that brings up the conversation. And I just use my good friend Google. <laughs> <laughs> What's what, a monster? <laughs> what are the top five monsters, Mr. Google? <laughs> do, my, do my list for me, Google. <laughs> and, uh, just... The earliest memories of turning me boxer shorts into thongs, watching films. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing a grand impression? Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> we need that as a soundbite from Grunge, by the way, so we can just chuck it in there now and again. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- thank you for everyone in the chat that has joined us yes. as well. Um, next year, I see Martin, Charlotte, uh, Donna uh, has arrived, and a jelly ferret. Never. Oh, hey, Donna. Jelly ferret. That's an I'm going to guess name. jelly ferret will be Ruth, who I've asked to log in and have a look at. Ah, right. Oh. Very, very nice to meet and um, like I say, I hope everyone gets that song stuck in their head as well, because I've had it banging through my head for the last 10 minutes. Charlotte said the same thing. And yes, Donna, you do look after me. Thank you. Charlotte's go to bed. 
<laughs> Get a bed, Charlotte. Um, yes. Did anyone know the sequel songs to the Monster Mash? Like about three what? or four of them by the yes. same guy. He really, he really milked that theme, <laughs> and they're all they all sound exactly the same. But there's like a Monsters Christmas. I'm sure there's like a Monsters Beach Party. <laughs> no. um, there was one I saw released on YouTube last year. It was one with the modern day monsters in, and it was like saying how they were more graphic and violent than they were, they were back in the day. Um, I'll try and find it. I'll put it in the actual video. Well, not in this wow. video, but I'll, I'll link it into the podcast. But it was quite funny because uh, I was searching, like, say, for the music video to, to put on with the song. But um, that nearly got in because I thought it was going to be quite funny. But uh, it's, it's all about, like, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, before I get shouted out again by Sam, we'll let her do a disclaimer so we don't get into trouble. Sorry, boss. Exactly. <laughs> So everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss anything from any topic from tonight's episode, please come and join us on our Facebook group and we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong, especially on this one. We can agree to disagree in fandoms, keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxicity out of nerdism. Have you been practicing that while you've been on holiday? Just sitting there with your mum? Yeah, just repeating it over and over again. Just make sure I Hi, hi, Sam's mom. <laughs> oh my god! That system with a down on repeat for two weeks now. Guaranteed yes. after. Sam's just looking as good. It was a toxic joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What about me, mom and sister with the down?" Oh well. Do do do. Yes. So, so oh. hi, Sam's mom. <laughs> hi, mom. No, I know you're not watching. <laughs> Sammy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to be, be a little bit creepy there. You know what, though? She'll be fucking loving it, given that she's <laughs> 60 next year. She'll be loving it. She'll Tell love what, the she attention. She doesn't, doesn't look 60 from the pictures that you've shown us there, Sam. I'll give her the juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's a good sign for me, because I do inherit some of her genes. So maybe, maybe this gets better by the time it's 60. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after the short straw, now I'm going first. Go. Oh God, which one? <laughs> um, I'm going to go. With, actually, I'm going to go with this one. Um, I class him as a monster, and to look at him aesthetically, he has got a monster face. It doesn't come from the greatest franchise because I know a lot of people have very mixed opinions on it. However, I absolutely love it. Um, mm. The first film came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. And it is the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Right, okay. I think aesthetically, he is mm-hmm. frigging terrifying. Well, he is a monster. He's got wings. Yeah, well, he's an ancient, <laughs> I've got it here. He's an ancient demonic creature who feeds on human beings for 23 days every 23rd spring. Wasn't it very as- precise? Didn't he, when he eats the body parts, it replaces on him, so that yes. kind of renews it as well. It kind of, like, regenerates him, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think aesthetically, like, he just looks fantastic and scary. And the downside of the movies is, is yeah, he's there to scare you, but you don't really get to to know much about him. I, I, I felt like I didn't element. anyway. Yeah, I kind of like that element of it, where you don't, but... Again, I love the first one. I think that, well, I love the first half of the first one. Um, like when it's like a, when you think it's like a man chasing them down and stuff like that. Yeah. But when you see it become like the, the, the demon and it gets a bit 
out there. But again, aesthetically, it's an interesting one, especially like I say, with the chin and it comes mm-hmm. out almost like almost like radar or something. Yeah, isn't it? it's well, it's like it's like sonar mm-hmm. kind of. I just I, I love it. I love the first one. Um, I think I saw the first one in the cinema mm-hmm. at Bolden Cinemas. And for me to get home, I have to go down that country road right. to head into South, Hil- South Hilton. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrifying. After you've seen that film, I honestly <laughs> thought every car behind us was going to rear-end us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we did have a massive effect on us that way. But mm-hmm. only recently I watched them again and I was like, there's mm-hmm. such there's such potential in this mm-hmm. franchise, in this monster. Like, why have they not taken it further? But then that means more films and it can become like mm-hmm. Jason and you could end up in space and that's a worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's probably been the biggest letdown with the sequels and stuff because with, with other films and stuff as a sign, you normally get like the history more or the backstory mm-hmm. into it more. We kind of didn't get that with this. It's just like demon, I think. Yeah. But I love the, the look where he's the scarecrow in it. He's <gasps> on the, on the, the pole at the, mm-hmm. the farm. Think that aspect not like visual astounding like proper actually scary the movie is very visual like mm. i think that's all you can really take away from it because the story by the third one mm. you're like really but the song it, the song is amazing it <gasps> as well peepers where'd you get those peepers justin long <laughs> you're right like it could have been one of those like proper iconic things because if mm-hmm. you think about it that way that it's like like a weird mimic where it's like oh yeah. it's posing as a human because it's hunting humans or a scarecrow because yeah. it knows humans would ignore it like they could have went a bit more like that but you're right like when, once it starts flying through the air you're like well <laughs> we got a demon on our hands <laughs> and i think there's a the little bit that, that took us out of the film as well when they go into the tunnel and you when you go into the farm yeah and you see the bodies and i know this is probably a bit grim for me, but the bodies that looked so fake and plasticky, it kind of went, ah, oh, I'm not scared of this. It, yeah. It, uh. No, I understand that part, especially when mm. the likes of Poltergeist can mm. give you real bones. <laughs> and a 2001 movie can't even give you almost real, like, corpses. Yeah. I totally get it. <laughs> but I, I love, like, the, as you said, the creature's face. I love that aspect. And I think it's in one of them where he gets uh, hit with uh, a pole through the face or something and he's in the farm. And mm-hmm. you, you see him, how he nests as well. It's like all them things come over and like and, and wrap him, like almost like he's in a cocoon with his own skin. Yeah. Uh, that aspect was quite juicy, I think. I just think it has some really promising parts and not something that like, and him as a monster should not be taken lightly. Um. But mm-hmm. I I do understand where people come from with the franchise. I just and this is one of the, this is a franchise I would love to see a reboot on. But keep the monster as it was and mm-hmm. just give us a better story. The third one is the one that really knocked us. I mean, I was bored at the tree watching it, mm-hmm. um, but the first two I thought were brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's one that, yeah, it's one mm-hmm. that like monsters decent look, but kind of didn't didn't live up to the the potential. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it, it's an interesting character. It's an interesting pick as well. So well done. I That's didn't a, think that yeah. was coming. That is a tough thing in the monster movie. Like the reveal is a tough thing to pull mm-hmm. off because 
a lot of things don't stand up once you've got the cameras on them. Like yeah. sometimes the thought is like way scarier. Some movies pull it off and there's definitely scary monsters, whether or not they're hidden or not. But yeah, I think you're right. Like Jeepers was kind of a bit like once they pull the curtain back, you're like, oh, um, okay. <laughs> do you know who you reminded us of so much? Wishmaster? Yeah. Yes. Does it? I think it was probably the same special effects studio that probably did do the. I think if you looked into it, it might be. But you know what film it really reminded us of? Um, it was a, like it was an it was a not an eighties film. Sorry, it was a was it Roadkill? Roadkill Joyride with Paul Walker. Yes, the Paul Walker one because it was what an unfortunate two. title. Candy cane. <laughs> it was kind of like that where it was like truck driver long but i thought yeah. the first well, half like yeah the first half of jeepers creepers was a better version of that and then Jeez. um but yeah like road movie being chased down by a trucker but mm-hmm. uh, what was the sign the the was it beat me or something or eat me the the license plate for jeepers creepers someone in the chat will probably tell us but i think it was beat me or eat me because that was the thing when they were going through yeah. Oh, they're just having a conversation amongst themselves in the chat. They're not even paying attention <laughs> at this point. They're just talking amongst themselves. Kelly's joined us. Hi, Kelly. Cool. But yes, uh, Jeepers Creep is very interesting, very, uh, like I say, off-the-wall pick there. So well done. An interesting character, like I say, an interesting monster. He is, and it just, it's just the aesthetic look of him. And the Wishmaster things all to do, like the pointiness. There was a lot of yeah. pointy aspects to him, which I always reminds us of Wishmaster. But yeah, my first pick. So we'll go with uh, the young Kevin, the smooth Mac Daddy himself. There, mine's going to be a bit of a strange one. Um, From you, it's one that I. (laughs) (laughs) It's one that I wouldn't. For people who's listening, Kev's just give her the bird. (laughs) Two of them. It's one that I wouldn't normally pick, and it's one that you wouldn't expect us to pick, um, because the film itself was just an absolute butcher job. But I'm going to go back to the 80s, mm-hmm. back to Marvel, right? Um, and I'm going to go with the Dark Overlords from Howard the Duck. <gasps> Those things scared the living <laughs> crap out of me when I was a kid. I was about oh. five. <laughs> Howard the Duck scared the crap out of me. I generally thought up until recently it was a horror film. Yeah, it, to be fair, it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought, Howard. I thought the duck was actually like a horror creature as well. <laughs> it was a horror film. I mean, Tim Robbins was absolutely abysmal. <laughs> it doesn't get much more horrible than that because he's a yeah. legend. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't so much when the creatures came out. It was um, when Jennings started going absolutely mental, craving the radiation and the green eyes, yes. like the red eyes and the smoke mm. coming off him, the skin peeling. I was just like. This is class, but I've looked at me, <laughs> me short of just me shooting up by the arse. So it was mint. I'm out of the, the moon that with 62 episodes in, we're finally talking about how with a duck. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's found his place somewhere. <laughs> oh, what a fucked up movie, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And Got what duck. I can say I've seen. Play duck. What, I wonder what, what was the audience that they were aiming for here, because it, it, it clearly wasn't kids. It was a Marvel film, and there was George Lucas involved as well. So, teenagers. Uh, teenagers, but, um, yeah. Well, you had Leah Thompson, didn't you? Oh, Leah oh, Thompson. Did. I mean, she George Lucas Leah put the money up for it, basically. He was an executive <laughs> producer on it. <laughs> yeah. 
he can you imagine? Went, yeah, he basically went, "This this film needs to be made, and people need to see this." And yeah, we're still going. I think I've, I think I've got on Steelbook as well. <laughs> I've, I've got it somewhere. Essentially, George Lucas just went, "Let's make Star Wars on Earth with a duck." I really want to be in the room when he was smoking that stuff, like because the contact high would be unreal. What was the premise with getting Howard to Earth as well? Because he was in the bathtub, wasn't he? It was the, um, <laughs> yeah, he was having it. No, he was in his seat uh, he was in, in his, his armchair. Seat. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he passed a duck in the bath, though. Yes. Yeah, I remember. For the win. Yes. That's why Paul remembers it. Um, <laughs> but oh, they turned on the um, some telescope or something like that, and it sent a pulse out into space and pulled Howard through. Right. Yeah, oh, them monsters, though. Jesus Christ. As you said, because um, I was the the guy that Sam doesn't let us let, let us talk about because he's not a very nice person. Um, no, but then again, what, neither was the director of Cheapest Creepers. So. Yes, yeah, so yeah, we stayed away from that. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't know anything about that. That's sorry. why I stayed very oh, he's quiet. A, he's, a, he's a really bad man, the Cheapest oh. Creepers director and creator, unfortunately. Oh, it was just the monster. <laughs> yeah, but um, like I say, his transformation... As a kid, that freaked me. As I said, yeah. that freaked us out. That was proper uh, Dawn of the Who? Dead shit type stuff. Who are you talking about? The, the principal from um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And Beetlejuice. Ugh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just the way his voice changed because he was like, he was really well spoken. And then all of a sudden it was just that proper raspy, like, horrible voice. It was like, oh, you horrible bastard. Yeah. I remember the voice change. I can still hear the voice change now. I think I still have nightmares about it. But um, everyone, we need to do a review of How the Duck now. <laughs> fuck, fuck Orgasmo. Win. Win. <laughs> if we I mean, did Orgasmo, then Howard the Duck is is fine. Win. I've got a Jake situation going on here. I've got blinded by the sun. <laughs> it's normally Jake. <laughs> At least you're getting a bit of a tan now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I might actually have some colour to my face. Cool. No, good pick. Again, one, not one I was going to expect. I don't know. Jake was very quiet. Have you seen the movie, Jake? Oh, once. Like, you know, when it came, not when it came out exactly, but once when I was a kid. I was just trying to think, like, is it even, like, is that what the comics are like? I don't know anything about the comics either. Oh. <laughs> No, it's totally different. Marvel essentially just went, let's put your let's put your name on this, give it to George Lucas, and you need, you can make Star Wars on Earth with a duck. It's yeah. totally yeah. different. But and I know people really love how the duck as a character because then they started sticking him in as weird cameos in the, yeah. the new movies. But I generally exactly. think that's where his his runs have come in as well. Like he's yeah. not been in publication for a long time, but because cameos are being put in and people of our age group yeah. are like Oh, that's Howard the Duck, and they're like, "Wait a minute, let's write a comic book about Howard the Duck." Um, yeah, uh, I, re- I remember his cameo in Marvel Zombies, where uh, he gets yep. turned into, yeah. and he, he's the one that turns uh, Ash into a zombie as well, isn't it? I'm sure of it. Or one of the people. Um, no, that was uh, Marvel Zombies versus Ash from the Evil Dead. Yes, um, he's also voiced by Seth Green. In the movies, in yep. the Marvel yes. movies. Yeah. Kevin Smith was meant to be doing a show on Prime, but I think it got cancelled. Yeah, that was, uh, that was spoken about for a bit and then cancelled again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin, kind of catch came a came back break. a few times. Can I catch a break? He's a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> a millionaire might Jesus be a Christ, strong... You're a windfall on hard times. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets a lot of things cancelled. <laughs> Where there is... Is any mods in the chat? We're getting some... I was going to say... Uh, <laughs> the one's obviously on it... The first wow, 
That's, that's, some, that's some graphic shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's been Martin's oh. getting excited though, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what a, does it involve a mop and a sock? That's all he needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Pez, that was a mint pick. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> So we're moving on uh, to Jake now, shall we? <laughs> Swiftly yeah. moving on. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I'm going to stick in the comics realm also. My pick for a cool monster. And also, I've got a few good guy monsters on my list. Um, Hellboy. <gasps> ah, shit. This, like, this didn't hit me until, like, that was the last pick, basically. Like, I I'd swapped it out for something, but... Yeah, like, when I thought about it, I was like, Hellboy is a class monster movie. Mm -hmm. Like, he hunts monster, he is a monster, he has monster friends, he goes to, like, a monster marketplace. (laughs) Um, No, I I honestly just love those movies. Like, Ron Perlman plays (gasps) them amazing. uh, So much better than David Harbour. Definitely. (laughs) I've not seen the David Harbour one. I've obviously seen images, but... There's some really good parts to it. There is, Uh but it's the support and cast more than David Harbour. He just doesn't, doesn't get it. Yeah. And that was the the best part about Hellboy is the support and cast, like the mm. the matched up to his energy and like his level. Because oh, Ron right. Perlman was built for that character. Like, they're, uh, they're not that good. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're not that good. Oh, what an amazing choice, Jay! But yeah, like it, like Del Toro is like really good at making mm-hmm. like an interesting world that you just kind of want to look at and yeah. you know explore yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I hadn't read the comics, but when I saw those movies, they were just like instantly became favorites. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't know why exactly, but I've always loved like monsters and strange new worlds type of stuff. Um, but yeah, like obviously like the that bad guy is like sick as well. The mm-hmm. one who's like a clockwork man. And he's like yeah. full of sand and all that stuff. He's like a, a human that's been made slowly Nazi into like driver. a steampunk yeah. man. It's just the it's just the magic of uh, Del Toro and how well he can create these creatures. Um, one that's on my list to watch this week and is uh, what's it called, Paul? Pan's Labyrinth, by any chance? No, we talked about it not long ago. Oh come on, oh, my brain's oh. not working today. Oh, what's it called? <laughs> Shape of Water. Shape of Water, yes. That's it. That's uh, on my list. Basically, yeah. Yes. Um, I think what I loved about this one as well, like Hellboy, well, one and two, it was kind of fantasy, but also steeped in a little bit of realism. Because, like, say, it was about the Nazi war and, like, say, the war machines. And they did actually experiment on supernatural things that have came out and said in the past, too. So there is a little bit of reference. I know, like, say, Hellboy is not a true character I wish he was. Are we fucking that we is he, is he we not? <laughs> yes. But I just love like, the gumshoe of it as well, like John Hurt in it as well as me oh, uh, yeah. in the first one. And Aid Sapien like, uh, is played. Um, wasn't it the first one? He was voiced by David High Pierce. He was, yeah. He was, he was, he was but it wasn't the second things. one. Yeah. No. Doug, Doug Jones, not Doug Bradley. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 Pinhead was not in God. That was like on one of the first episodes we did. <laughs> Oh, my mistakes. If, if you see a big, tall, gangly monster, you can guarantee it's Doug Jones. Because he yeah. is He's unreal. Like, absolutely phenomenal. He is the only thing that kept me watching Star Trek Discovery. Yes, he's oh, excellent really? in that. Yeah, yep. Saru, he was amazing. Everyone else just essentially turned around, we're big, we're hard, and then cried in the corner. Yeah. 
Oh, I absolutely like I said the aesthetics on Ron Ron Perlman as well. I know, mm. like I said, there's been a lot said about like, the future ones, but how good the makeup was, and even like so even like the stuff on like the horns, how the horns actually looked like proper horns, not like the David Harbour ones, but how he fit in that world and like how he moved and mm-hmm. like I said and walking around with that big fucking fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It had like it had a bit of everything, like you know, from like from stuff we love growing up, because it's like it's like it's a bit of X Files, it's a bit fantasy, it it's a bit horror, it's a bit monstery, like action. It's kind of Indiana, a bit Indiana Jones at times as well. So, yeah. Oh, definitely like exploring old weird like hidden cities and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, the tooth fairies were terrifying. Yeah, yes. They were. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How beautiful are the colours in that film, though? Like, even the oh, second well, one, how stunning. I mean, the, the second one is, um, sorry. You've you had Luke Goss, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, Bross, you know? Batshit crazy Luke Goss, yeah. He's awesome in those films. He's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. He's mint, and then um, his Lomac mm. and Blade 2, he's absolutely so phenomenal. From, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've made Vampire scary again for, yeah. for a lot of things. 100%. But, I love like Hellboy too as well, just simply because it's so beautifully shot mm-hmm. and the story is magical, and it's the perfect cross. I know we bang on about it so much, but it makes a big difference. The practical effects cross mm-hmm. with the CGI. Yes, when they're used properly and not just because oh, we're going to make something look cool. We use CGI. If you can make it and make it well, this movie sure what you can do. And mm-hmm. I know the Golden Army had to be CGI, yeah. and, but they did it in a way where it was believable. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that seems fantastical and, and crazy, but you wanted to live in this world. 100%. I wanted to wear gold so badly. I've never wanted to wear gold. Just I oh, <laughs> just that gold, like, it just bangs you in the face. Mm. Um, I've got to be careful of my words. Sometimes I remember where I forget, I forget who I'm sitting with. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Grant's not on. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'm surprised he hasn't like jumped in the chat when I said that and was like, what did you say? <laughs> I can see him lying in bed. There's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> Sam said something stupid. <laughs> right, sorry. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, so- but yeah, I like I like a monster who's a hero. Like you know, it needs yeah. needs to happen sometimes. I don't always want to look at humans. I can relate to other things. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> wow, what's that like? <laughs> to be, to be fair, though, I, I think with the Hellboy's view on on the world, I've related heavily so much. <laughs> just just like being like that kind of person, like that attitude, and let's be honest. When I grew up, I wasn't the one that always used to get the girls. Uh, ex- ex- well, reputation doesn't really. Say I was going to say, not from what we heard. Whoops! But yes. You did all right for yourself. <laughs> but back when I was a bit younger and stuff, like I said, grumpy old bastard. Now, um, I like I say, I love this guy. Like I say, I want, I, I hope. I know it's going to be very unlikely now, but I hope we do get more. Um, but. I know we never did get to finish the story that no. they wanted to tell, especially yeah. with the hints, but uh, well, what we did get was yeah. worth it. Absolutely. Um, we actually have his fist as a statue. It's not I thought you were going to say a sex toy there, but no. 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 <laughs> Sam just can't that, get away I, from it. <laughs> I think that would be too painful, in all honesty. It's quite big. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, what's your next pick? <laughs> I was going to say, Donna's in the chat as well. Donna will be like, 
Donna's already, <laughs> already pointed out that I'm quite kinky, so she's honest. Donna's honest. <laughs> what, on the fist or...? Um... <laughs> oh, I, I generally thought that Grant had come into the chat there, but it's not as goodwill. <laughs> Same thing, really, in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, brilliant, brilliant pick. I love that one. I love yeah. the fact that we actually have a hero in there. I feel like I have a hero in mind, and I will fight his corner. Um, but oh, that's really good. Good, but yes. So I'll go with my pick. I'll go with um, I'll go with a good one. Yes. So. <laughs> Um, I'll copy Jake. I'll go with, <laughs> just, to, just to follow him for Jake. Mine's a little bit more fluffy. Um, it's cartoon. Um, it's Sully from Monsters Inc. Yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> you didn't even have to see it. I knew exactly who it was. <laughs> I was tempted to say that one first so you'd miss a shot. <laughs> oh. So I'd have got backups for this bitch. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, well, uh, I don't. So behave. <laughs> but no, I absolutely love. Monsters Inc. I think we talked to you in the Pixar one how special it was, and uh, I love John Goodman. Anything John Goodman in is is just yeah. pure magic. Uh, from like say uh, Roseanne to Coyote, communi- Coyote. <laughs> uh, Community um, to Red uh, Red State, uh, and like say him and Billy Cri- Billy Crystal their partnership. Yeah. Him, uh, Sully and Mike Mike Wazowski. Where's Alski? Was just magic, and it kind of hit on something that I don't think many. Well, Pixar does well; it always picks the things well. But other than, like, say, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen as Buzz and uh, Woody, I don't think there's a partnership that's as good. Yeah, and and I love the colors in this, and I love the in jokes, (sighs) and I love. just how fun it is as well. And if you think about monsters as well, he's meant to be this big, scary thing. But fuck, if that came out of my room, I'll be diving in it for hugs. Kitty! Wow, we have a brony and a furry. Oh, hey no, there. That's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of fuck. <laughs> yes. Oh, look how the tables turn, everyone. <laughs> To be fair, I'll give you, I'll give everyone shit for months. So I'm at bed, bedtime. I got some payback, so I'll take, I'll take the back. Sorry, Charlotte. Uh, call your bullshit. You didn't call mine first. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had no idea. <laughs> Sorry, Charlotte. I'll see you Friday. <laughs> She's gonna beat your ass, isn't she? Gonna chuck food off us and everything. <laughs> Charlotte, I really want to eat on Friday, so please. <laughs> um, like I said, I've got so many fun, fun memories of this. Like even from going to uh, Florida, like Sully was one of the only characters I actually ran up to and hugged. Um, oh, that was cause, adorable. Because uh, I was like, one well, for my thirtieth birthday, nearly ten years ago now was when I went to Disney. Was um. Like I say, I was too I was too shy and embarrassed to say, oh, I want to high five that character. I say that character, but as soon as I saw Sully, I was like, just ran up, pushed kids out the way, and everything. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing! Like I'm really not bothered that you pushed kids out the way because he's special to you. Um, I'm more I, impressed. <laughs> I love that. I really love the fact. Like I generally didn't think you'd pick Sully because we've already talked about him, mm-hmm. but I can understand why. Well, I suppose, like, I'm not sure if we did talk much about his, like, character growth in the movie. Because mm-hmm. um, he starts off, like, you know, like, the best monster in the, in yeah. you know, in mm-hmm. the company. 
and then his world gets like rocked and he's suddenly like you know stuck with mike on the same level <laughs> so yeah. like he has and obviously like he blows up at him at some point doesn't he where he kind of like and they kind of almost break up as friends but that, that was in monsters university i think oh yeah. no don't they, have a, don't they have a moment where the the fallout I'm not sure. I thought I thought there was like a bit where he's kind of like saying like you know like not everything is gonna be okay like you know <laughs> you just kind of think, but like even then like he has got like growth on screen so that's fun to see <laughs> even though he is like scary um but yeah I was always okay. Randall yeah so, actually I love Mike Wazowski um Mike, Mike Wazowski it's the song. I, can, I honestly cannot get this. I can, I'm singing it in my head right now. So help me, so help me, so help me, and cut. Um, I used to have a Mike Wazowski at work, very tall mm. one, and he got kidnapped by people. On, <laughs> you know, went on holiday, and I came back with a ransom note, <laughs> and they tipexed him. Oh, oh my I was ouch. devastated. I wonder if you can say this in the, in the thing. <laughs> people who are listening, Paul is flashing <laughs> his calf, showing a very awesome tattoo of uh, uh, oh, Mike and Sully. <laughs> How to get the leg out? But yeah, um, I think, like as I said, Pixar has always been like a special place for me, as as we'll see as well. It's a bad bear monster <laughs> you're a monster sorry <laughs> that's my best gingerbread man impression <laughs> yeah I'd say I could not have top five movie monsters and not have Sully in it just wouldn't work I, I, I moved him around and thought oh can I put something a bit thing but no. I wouldn't have been true to myself no and I think we would have called you bullshit too if you hadn't yeah. had him in there at some point so, <laughs> so totally, totally um, get it just just to clear the level on this one and sort of level the playing field here. Mm-hmm. Charlotte called that one. <laughs> uh, Charlotte called your first one too. <laughs> How did she call my first one? Because it was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an open book. Actually, <laughs> you, you, you did post Jeepers Creepers in the, yeah. in the I did, group I did. about two days ago. I did. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't realise you saw that post. So we're just there, let Sammy have a little rant and go off on it. Uh, but who knows what other four things you could have, you know. Exactly, well, I think you might know. Uh, but Charlotte, I have a present for you on Friday, if that makes up for anything. Well, uh, I'm just shitting you. Now here's stuff I'm going to give you. Please be my friend. Please don't leave me, Charlotte. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's my first thing. So we're back to the most uncomfortable Sammy we've had in a while. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Right, okay. Um, I think I'm going to go and get my most obvious one out the way with because he's not a surprise. He's someone who I absolutely adore with all my heart um, for so many reasons. It is the creature from Creature from the Black Lagoon. It happens. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not having a monster, a fucking monster list without having creature in there. It yes. ain't happening. He is the best looking creature ever. The gill like, man is awesome. Amazing. Like, and it's not just like he's he's a he looks like a monster and he does have some monster tendencies given that he does steal the girl away at the end of the film spoilers um but <laughs> there is some beautiful moments with him um and some very unsettling moments with him and he's for somebody for 
a creature just to be put in a cage and all you can see is his eyes is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen on screen because there is you don't know what's happening. You've got a whole scene going on around you and all you can see is this creature in the corner with like like wood over the top of its head and his eyes are just sticking out. It's so unsettling. Um, but he is, he's just, he's, he's beautiful. I love him. Gilman is amazing. I love the backstory of him. Like he cut the not the backstory of the actual character, his whole creation, and you know how is he was cre- he was created and built by a woman who had it all taken away from her because of one fucking Westmore. Um, and only recently that just you know this amazing book came out and give her the glory that she should have had back in them days and all makeup artists will say Bud Westmore had nothing to do with that nothing because it was all Millicent Patrick I I just he's he's such a fascinating fascinating thing for something that you don't really get a lot of screen time with Mm -hmm. you really don't but he's he's amazing got more screen time with him in Monster Squad Yes. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> I was I was determining which one to go with, you know. Really was because no I thought that would Charlotte be called that one. I called Monster Squad. <laughs> I love Monster Squad. Wolfman's got nards. Love it. Seems <laughs> like I had to call it. But I, I do love the like see, I know back in the day it was like in black and white, but I love the colours we're getting from the creature now and seeing yeah. like yeah. say um because I know there's it's getting massive in pop culture. Like there's bags, there's uh, like even like things to like like shelves you can use like with monsters face on and yeah. stuff. And the colours they're using is absolutely um, like breathtaking. Mm-hmm. I know it's weird talking about aesthetics like that, but when you're getting classic movie monsters that were predominantly black and white, yeah. and now mm-hmm. we're getting to see them like say in colour, even like say Frankenstein looking a bit pale, but still like say looking like a dead body, a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so interesting. But uh, I love the aspect. And I would love to see, not a remake, but if they can ever do it, because I know they did it with like um, Laurel and Hardy and stuff like that, like a recolouring of the film. Well, they give it some colours. So it might be a bit difficult because there's two suits used. Mm-hmm. There's the on the water, off the water suit and on the water suit, and they were both different colours. Mm-hmm. One was, I think, green and the other one was grey because it was going underwater and it needed to be heavy to pull the actor down. So mm-hmm. he, there's a, cause there's a beautiful scene um, with the, the female heroine. I can never remember her name. Sorry. And she's amazing. Um, and him and the, the kind of dancing, the, it's like the dancing in water. She's mm-hmm. underneath or he's underneath and she's on top and they're kind of like moving in the same motion. And it is absolutely stunning. It mm-hmm. is what, honestly, I know I bang on about this film a lot, but it is available on YouTube. <laughs> Please go and watch it. It is absolutely beautiful. And it's a really good story. It's a really good monster story. Um, and he's just, he's great. Really they've is. Re- they've retold the story quite recently in uh, The color, uh, the Shape in the Water. Well, that's yeah. what, yeah, that's where I, you told us to go and watch it. And I yeah. really should watch it because I've heard it is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, fish fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this, um... This Quite links back water. to like, I'm oh, sorry. This links back to what Paul was saying before as well about like the overuse of CGI. Yeah, like they had to like put in so much effort to get mm-hmm. the creature to work, mm-hmm. um, and the, people just wouldn't do it nowadays. Yeah. But it means so much more. Um, mm-hmm. I always liked as well like how 
he's sort of based on like folklore because there's yeah. always stories about weird stuff yeah. you know Living in, in any body of water um but yeah it's awesome he, but he had to be a, a, a man like almost <laughs> a man type <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a good movie and it was one of those where literally do you know everyone's everyone's talking about it on Instagram because he is becoming such a, like a huge pop culture icon now and I was like you know what I'm going to give it a watch love it absolutely love it maybe they should do a female version that would be quite interesting it would be I don't know like, how you would portray a creature into a female for I me mean, you could give her boobs I'll just do it do like a, like the realistic uh, mermaid story where the beautiful mermaids entice them in but when they come close it's rip like, the faces it, off faces off yeah like murderous, murderous mermaids. <gasps> That's the title. Murderous mermaids. <laughs> they go get you. <laughs> so, so there, I thought I'd get me obvious one out of the way with because he has knew it was common. <laughs> I wonder if Charlotte's got all the picks. That would be class. That. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, then, young lad, Kev. Um, I'm going to get my obvious one out of the way as well. All right, I think then. everyone knows what it is. <laughs> so we're going to go to the planet LV426 in mm. the near future. Yeah, it's um, a flashy T-shirt. <laughs> well, it's uh, part of my T-shirt, yes, but it's not actually the Xenomorph. The one mm. that freaks me out more than anything is the mm-hmm. face hugger. Oh. <laughs> um, I've, actually, I've actually got the Xenomorph, so I guess we can <laughs> double we pick. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially... <laughs> In the barest and most visceral terms, a crab rapist. Yeah. That's literally oh. what the entire film was essentially about. It was about sexually assaulting <laughs> the human body. The imagery is all there. The story is all there. The outcome is all there. And it is absolutely vile. The fact that this thing latches to your face. I mean, I've got arachnophobia anyway. If I see something with more than four legs, I'm going to stamp on it. Um, but this thing just latches to your face and incubates you while it's choking you. Like you, you can't do anything with it. You try to cut it off. It's acid blood. 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 So it's going to burn the hell out of you. So that yeah. scared the shit out of me. And I've always got a phobia of being choked, which Daft's doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I know I've been put to sleep many a time before, but... <laughs> I can bite them. <laughs> you are really giving out your weaknesses here, man. So you're scared of spiders. You don't like being choked. I will tell you my ultimate fear, Sammy. My ultimate fear is being on top of a cliff by a six-foot spider clown nun being choked. Charlotte has lit- <laughs> Sorry, a spider clown what? None. I'm terrified of them. <laughs> so, Paul, you're the artist. You need to draw a spider clown nun. Isn't that yeah. just it? <laughs> That's because it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all all of its incarnations in one, put on top oh, of the clip. I'm it. so doing the podcast in the wrong bedroom. I, I, we have the Hellboy fist in that room. I oh, also have a bloody. Oh my gosh. I also have a face hugger on the wall, too. I'm literally in the wrong room. I could have been like, look at my face hugger right there. I've been, uh, I've been picking these bad boys up from Tyneside Market. I've got oh, the wow. one as well. Brilliant! Oh, hang on. Let's, let's let's get our figures out. Not, not the not the not the face hugger, but I've got the turtles pizza one. Oh, the superior yes. Zeno. Oh, cool. Pull out the box. I'm glad I'm, you took him out. I'm changing my answer. <laughs> no, that wasn't yeah, um, yeah, the but no, scared the crap out of me. Um, like honestly, like Kev, oh, like you've hit hit it straight on the head there. But 
that that scene in Aliens when the dude traps them in the room with the is it two face huggers or just one? Uh, there's there's two because one gets trapped and Vasquez blows it away. Yes, when it's going after Newt and uh, no uh, Hudson blows it away, Aye. and then the other one uh, goes for Ripley and her and Hicks have to throw it in the corner. That mm-hmm. is, but that scene is just it's oh, it's disgustingly awful because you feel like you're like what what the hell would you do if you were trapped in the room with one? Because like. Aye. Like like Kev says, they look like sort of spindly little spiders, but they're strong as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, do you not think... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Jake, go on. No, no, go on. I was, I was done. I was just going to say, did the, um, does anyone get scared by the noises that they make? Yeah, Not so much... The, <laughs> across the room. Yeah, but also the xenomorph as well, that when the mouth opens... Oh, they... I actually love that sound more than anything in the world. I I've, love it, but that... I've actually got a hissing xenomorph statue. <gasps> <laughs> I couldn't have that in the two house. Seconds. Oh, I'll get you! I'll get you! See no more. I, I do find mine. I do find it amusing that, like, say these are so iconic, like, like monsters, but they're so phallic and shaped as well. Like, say, I know oh, Geiger I uh, designed them and stuff like that, but like, even like, say, the, the, the alien's head stuff—that's so, so penis like it's not even. Funny it really that. is. <laughs> so, what noise does it make? Uh, two seconds. I will try and find the mechanism. Oh, ah, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I love that. I think, like, out of any monster, the xenomorph is the only one I've had nightmares about. So, like, mm. that's why I had to pick it. It was the first thing that came to mind. So I was like, "This has like been in my nightmares because it's they're nightmare just fuel. they're so quick. It's the quickness that gets me about them." And it's just like you wouldn't be able to do anything if there was one in the house. <laughs> That's it. It's, but, it's, oh, is that where your nightmare was? It's sheer nightmare fuel. a few. I would suggest having a read of um, the Aliens Omnibus, Earth Hive, Ni- Nightmare Asylum, and the Female War, because it's all about what happens when it reaches Earth. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I love Unbel- unbelievable. I, Best book I've read. These as monsters, like because they come in three stages. Um, we've talked about like the 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 physical, the original state when they birthed out the egg, the, like the the fierce hugger when they're just basically there to breed, basically, yeah. and to to to, 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 ta- to take over. It's almost like a virus. It's basically finds a host, attacks, and then incubates, and then you get the second form, which is basically the the little monster that come like. The chest burster, which again is mm-hmm. fucking horrible. Like when you see that on Alien, when you put them on the table and everything's just because you, you don't know what's going on, and you see the t shirt and everything just bulging again, absolutely brilliantly, brilliantly done and terrifying. And, and then practical, practical. And then you get the final form, the ultimate killer, the monster. But I loved it when they went into the law after that as well, even like say with the Aliens queen. 3 and things, the, like the Queen as well. But when you find out that when the horse takes on different beans, it gets different forms. Like yeah, when it, it uh, attacks it, yeah, when it attacks the dog in Alien Three, and then you Not get the, the dog originally. Mm. It was an mm. ox, right? That was the that was the um, assembly cut. The ox, the dog was made for the theatrical cut, right? Because people can relate to a dog more, so it was more horrifying. Mm. Plus, you got the Bambi burster that came out. It looked more like a dog. 
Mm. That dog was so cute, though. If you've seen the behind-the-scenes pictures, it's just a little whippet in like a, yeah. in like a xenomorph outfit. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the cutest thing. I'll send you the pictures later, Sammy. It's awesome. But, um, interesting fact boy. about Alien Three now that Paul's mentioned it because Alien Three, the the runner alien, is literally my favorite. It's the only xenomorph with lips. Mm. What? <laughs> yep, they wanted to give it more of a female aesthetic. And then boobs didn't cut it. It was just so sleek. And because mm-hmm. it wasn't as big and imposing as the others, mm-hmm. they wanted to give it a, like a female aesthetic. And let's face it, in nature, who is the dominant? It, mm. It's the female. It's always the female. Like, well, the queen. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> us three on our tours. But yeah. But yeah, uh, like the, the morbid curiosity, like, like Paul was saying about like, you want to know, like, I mean, I know it's gone a bit silly. We've had like predator aliens, but that's the that's the kind of thing that always like fired my imagination as a kid. Like, what would happen if? What if? And it's like, oh, what if it gets this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a good monster needs like some like backstory to dive into some kind of weird yeah. sort of biological thing. <laughs> but yeah, it it is the ultimate biological weapon as well. Though that's the thing, it takes what? on whatever form or whatever being it can ingest or can. Like yep. infect and then mutate and grow and adapt. I it's... don't know. If, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll let you go there, Paul. No, no, that, that's fine. That was, that's it. Then, yeah. um, I, I don't know if you can remember back in the nineties, but we had a toy line of aliens, uh, mm. Operation Aliens, and we had the scorpion, we had the bull, we had the crab, the mantis, the gorilla, the snake. Um, you had so many of them all: the panther, the night cougar. I mean, I had all of these as a kid, so I can just keep going and going and going and going. <laughs> <laughs> but it, some of it was just literal nightmare fuel, like you had an arachnid one. Mm. How the fuck does oh. a face hugger impregnate a spider? How big let's was that spider? <laughs> maybe maybe that's a question that we need to find out when what happens when you piss on a gremlin. That's it's one of questions. Add, add it to the list. <laughs> it is. Um, but the, the part that got me, and um, surprisingly, with like speaking of the chest bursters and the like visceral just sheer terror of it, the one that got me more than the first, like the original film. Um, I mean, the second one was good as well, which is just like kill me and pinned to the wall and the flamethrower when it bursts out. But yeah. it was Alien Covenant when it bursts out of his back and then out of the other fella's throat. Yeah. Like, that was just horrible to watch when I went to the pictures to see that. I was sat there. I was like, it's coming out the chest. It's coming out the chest. I was getting so excited. And then, <laughs> boom, you've got no throat. I'm just like, oh, deep throat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it my, was horrible. My bottom, my jaw is just dropped. Like, oh. It's like like the ultimate elements as well, like opening a mouth and then the little mouth comes out. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It actually gives it more range because there's like a few moments where like, you know, it wouldn't be able to get you and then it's like... (laughs) (laughs) Every time I hear that, I just think of um, Family Guy with uh, Cleveland, the Queen Alien. It's good. Oh, he's my little mouth. The polymorph. It's just the... The evil the, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I watched Red Dwarf before I watched Alien. So when it happened, I was like, "Hey, reviews." <laughs> and if we're going to go that way, the best best piss take out of it was Spaceballs. Oh, oh, my baby. Oh my darling. Um, hey, that my made, good time, gal. <laughs> but that made that made that scene more bearable to watch because that's all I could hear afterwards. And just John Hurt looking around like, oh, yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> what did they have? The soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But Paul showed it up as well, though. Those pizza xenomorphs from like the Ninja Turtles cartoon. That was scary when I was a kid when I saw that because it was it the the episode had a creepy vibe because there was like you had to like put them in the microwave and then the friggin' monsters would burst Um, out of your food. Yeah, we're, get, just... we're getting we're getting wrong off Charlotte, by the way. Right. Yeah, that thing. That's terrifying. Hated it. Oh, look at that. Is that from your big one? Did that come yeah. with that one? Yeah, got right. the one and a little pizza as well. Uh, so cool. Why we're getting wrong off Charlotte? Uh, because Problems. we have we have a review coming out on Alien <laughs> and we're talking all about Alien. <laughs> Charlotte, to be fair, though. I can go on like this all night. Shut up. <laughs> to be fair, though, I don't think there's going to be any problem talking about Alien. So no. That, no. It's, it's yeah, not going to be. The, it's not going to be the shite that was Orgasmo. So we're all right then. Oh, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I, yes. I'm looking forward to rewatch. I'm not. Me and him want to watch the series like in its entirety. But I've said, can we just wait off a little bit till I know like when? Because I, I mean, my memory is shot, and we all mm-hmm. know that. So I need it fresh in my head. <laughs> I know. Uh, my wife doesn't like Alien. <gasps> uh, yeah what? Um, she doesn't like the alien franchise so uh, it's, always, it's always I mean, hard, I, uh, hard to get get that in <laughs> i don't really like a lot after like threes okay <laughs> but like oh, no. Re- resurrections uh we don't talk about it <laughs> and i don't really like the prometheus stuff either it just mm. I don't know. I it didn't gen- add anything for me I generally like prometheus i loved i love the concept and idea of it and um, so i thought but that scene at the end with the with the the circly thing and them running in that direction that really pissed me off. Really, <laughs> yeah, it's like just jump to the side and you'll miss it. <laughs> yeah, the entire thing. You've got a big mural of an alien pinned to the wall with the black goo. Or oh, David created them. Hi, how was he there when that happened? No. Oh, don't make things make sense for us, man, Kev. I enjoyed that film. <laughs> it was Ridley Scott destroying his own law. Yeah, but no. Um... It could have been better, but like I said, that's a whole different podcast altogether. <laughs> altogether, let's move on. <laughs> yes. So before we got told off anymore, we'll move on to the Jake for his Sorry, second Charlotte. pick. <laughs> well, I had I had the Xenomorph, so that's 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 a pick on. So third so pick keep for going? me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that's Paul's oh, pick. So it's mine. It's Paul's um, pick. Cool. I'll go with the obvious one then. Um, like I said, to go with the ba- background. King motherfucking Kong, bitch. <laughs> now, to be fair, this is... When you think of movie monsters, mm-hmm. instantly, there's two that come to mind. I'll not mention the other one because someone's probably picked it. Uh, <laughs> but with Kong, it, like I said, there's been so many like versions of it, like from the original to like the Peter Jackson one to Skull Island to... Uh, Kong versus a very big lizard. Um, and he's always, you get more out of him than you should. Yeah. And and the whole story as well, like you say, he's not really that bad. He's a protector. He's just, like I say, misunderstood. And he's a, when he gets taken to the our world where he should never have been and his reaction is normal because to be honest if you took me out of like some my world and put me into some place where there's loads of people taking photos of so i'll kick the fuck off like king kong probably as well, <laughs> as well. <laughs> probably wouldn't choose to climb up the biggest uh tower that was there but it was that beauty that slayed the beast after all he was just hard as fuck so he's like i'll take this building on <laughs> i will i will climb this building one of my mum's favorites by the way 
Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. I would just hate to be the person in that building when he's climbing up and just seeing Kong nuts slapping off the windows. <laughs> oh, of course you would think that. It's like this beautiful, beautiful moment and then Kong nuts come into it. Going very old school, I remember watching the the original in absolute yeah. awe. Um, like I said, even though it was in black and white and stuff, I'm just going... How did they do this? Like, I know stop motion and stuff. I, I probably start in other picks later on as well with, um, like how they did it back then, even like you can see the fingerprints on the fur, bless them. Uh, and when they built like the giant robotic hands, so like the hands comes in and goes, like, picks up the woman and <laughs> picks up the, the actress. Sorry, but it's just a, a beautiful story. And mm-hmm. I know Peter Jackson went over the top with it with his retelling but i still love the background of the story i like jack black in the movie for some reason i, I, yeah. I still think he's quite entertaining but yeah. i think when they found the home where they just took the pretense out and made their own story up like skull island yeah one of them um, um, one of my charlotte's favorite films to watch for I, very different reasons oh, uh, <laughs> could that have something to do with uh mr hiddleston yes yeah i thought it was for samuel jackson <laughs> <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, well. I don't really hate that man. Definitely hate him in that movie. I just don't like him. Well, <laughs> he's a monster. Every single film he's in, he just you're a monster. <laughs> um, my mom absolutely adores this film. I like the original. I absolutely adores it, and she made us watch the Peter Jackson one. Mm-hmm. And she, we, because we weren't crying our eyes out at the end like she was. She got up from her chair, screamed in our faces, you have no soul, and walked out. I love your mum. <laughs> I think I cried at the Peter Jackson one. I think. I'm pretty I just, sure. I was just trying to figure out what the fuck I'd just watched. And she was in hysterics and she was good. you have got no soul. I'm going to bed. In all fairness, I cried halfway through the Peter Jackson one when I realised how fucking long it was. <laughs> oh, it's a long one. You are watching a Peter Jackson one off the back of Lord of the Rings. How did you not know it was going to be long? <laughs> to be fair, though, this was his basic piece where the studio after he made Lord of the Rings went, what do you want to do? You can do anything. He went, I'm going to make King fucking Kong, bitch. And just, <laughs> yeah. and just decided, I'm not going to cut anything out. I'm going to put anything you want in. And to be honest, editing does work. Peter, please edit your movies. I'm, <laughs> I, I can't sit through another seven hour Lord of the Rings. Please don't don't do that to us but yeah it is like it is a long like i mean you know you could you could do it shorter but it is like a, a pretty complex story because you've got to like get to skull island and mm. then do the whole like bugs and then he decide to stick the t-rex fight in and make that like a whole <laughs> massive thing <laughs> skull island, though. I mean, those, um, those skull walkers from skull island yes they were uh, terrifying yes. things. Mm. they were nightmare creatures like mm. Charlotte will kill us if I don't mention the most pointless death in movie history ever. You guys save yourself. I'm going to stand here with a grenade and blow it up. Tail whip flies off. Blows <laughs> up on a most pointless death in movie history ever. Hey, sometimes you have an idea and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't pan out. <laughs> <laughs> the intention, intention was there. Can I ask what your, what your problems were with Kong versus Godzilla? Because. The, no, no. I, let, I was going to say you can't say it's crap, right? The over, the you can't just say it's shit. What? What? Because I generally liked it. And I, uh, can, can I go with a spoiler? Because it's been out for over a year now. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Freaking hell! If it's been the, out for the, more than a month, the entire build-up 
for the thing. One of them's going to die. The studio was adamant one of them's going to die. That was bollocks from uh, the start, and we all nice. knew it was bollocks. The entire hype for that film was shite. It was Transformers mm-hmm. with fur. It was just a CGI mess. It's not, yeah. Also, it, it, it just needed to be a simple story. Two beasts fighting each other and man being in the middle, but overcomplicated it with this Middle Earth bullshit. And how uh, They've done the same thing they do with every single Kong film. Mm-hmm. It focuses too much on the human characters. Yeah, got yeah, got yeah. I just, I think, it, I don't know. I just, it was when did we watch it? it was a lockdown. Yeah, it was in yeah. lockdown. I was just looking for a bit of. I love Mortal Kombat for Christ's sake. Like, I think like I mean, no, I whoa, think... whoa, don't mock Mortal Kombat here. Hey, you still said a... it was shit before. No, he loved oh, it. Oh, was this? Oh, was that this one? It was oh. just this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think like, I, like I'm a massive like you know big monstery fan um i think like kong versus godzilla it was just a bit there wasn't any like slow moments in it it was just like a massive like cgi fight for like all of it um but i did pop for mecha godzilla because he kicks ass so (laughs) i did like mecha godzilla the problem was there was no risk you went into that film relaxed and you stayed relaxed yeah there was never any danger if you and you knew who was gonna win (laughs) <laughs> I was just, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I quite, I quite enjoyed it. I didn't come out feeling it was terrible. It, it, it just I genuinely didn't need to, Yeah, just didn't need to be as complicated as they tried to make out. All it had to be one monster here, one monster here. Yeah, and in the middle going shit. People they cut and just <laughs> fight, oh. go away, fight. Winner, loser, yay! That's, that's I, I have it. to admit, I totally forgot about the Hollow Earth part of that <laughs> <Yeah>. movie <laughs> until you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, basically, how Paul's just described it there: all they needed to do is go back, play the SNES game, Primal Rage. And <laughs> yes, maybe, maybe I just—I mean, he hated it. Maybe it was just it because I'm not a huge Godzilla or Kong fan. Like, and I've never had that kind of connection to them, so maybe I just saw it as a, oh, this is kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I saw King Kong Godzilla fight in the in the nineties or whatever that like <gasps> thing came out. <laughs> the, the stop motion, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. My favorite part in the original Kong film is when Kong fights the the, the, the dinosaur, and breaks his jaw off, and he just sits up playing with the head going like this. That's amazing. That <laughs> and's got a pretty cool Godzilla collection. I seriously am sitting in the wrong room tonight. I really am. <laughs> yes, I had to like say, get the obvious ones out of the way. Um, but I, I think all of mine are obvious now. Like no, Charlotte's put our two pence in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's worked us all out too well now. But yeah. Oh my god, she knows us. <laughs> she's in oh, our that, heads. That's, that's dangerous. If she knows you, that is dangerous. She's in our heads, man. <laughs> game over. Game over, man. Game over, man. <laughs> Why is it every time I'm on, we do a Bill Paxton reference? Because <laughs> you, how can you not? Because you look it's like him, it's your twin brother. Uh... <laughs> I wish I was that one. <laughs> yes. Um... I kind of see it, actually, you know. I, I wish I was that good looking. It's when you do that. It's when you tilt your head. You really do. It's like, oh, yeah. He's got I like a headset, Marin, a Colonial Marines headset on. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of see it. And I love the, like I say, the aspects in uh, Skull Island, the, the whole Vietnam War references yeah. as well. But uh, Brie Larson actually looked like she cared about the film. Give she the actually looked like she could act. 
Oh, I couldn't stand her on that one either. Oh, right. I literally think, and uh, like Charlotte agrees with us on this one as well, and it literally it kills her to say this. It absolutely destroys her. You can see her die a little inside when she says this. Every single actor in that film could have been replaced by anyone else, and it would have been the same apart from John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yes. that man is amazing. John C. is fantastic, but you yeah. could have put anybody else in any yeah. other role in that film, and it would have been the same. Yeah. Totally. It really is all about Kong and John C. Riley. <laughs> it literally is. Highlights. John C. Riley was fantastic in that film. And at the end, when he gets home and his, he shakes his son's hand and he's sat having a beer and a hot dog watching the game, I am mm-hmm. not going to lie, yeah. I got a lump in my throat. <laughs> is that all John C. Riley loves to do in movies now? Just get back to his family? Because didn't he do that in Guardians of the Galaxy too? Essentially. <laughs> what uh, it didn't end well for him, though, did it? <laughs> <laughs> What that was really Ford? fucking creepy, that. <laughs> <laughs> what did Harrison Ford do since the 80s? He's ran around, give us back me family. That's all he's done. Let's not mock the, the Lord and Saviour that is Harrison Ford. I'm uh, not having anything bad said about him here, yes. Me no, and that man. Me he and would, that he man. would hate this podcast, by the way. He fucking would. <laughs> He really would. He gets um, movies, to be fair. Yeah, he, he, to be fair, I don't even think he likes his life. So, um, me and him share a birthday. There you go. Fun fact. Was motherfucking decade, man. <laughs> <laughs> gonna go all fanboys on your shit my favorite story was when like he got crushed by the millennial falcon on the new movie and you can just imagine how much he would have hated (laughs) he was like oh my god you've got me back for more and then you're gonna crush us with that thing i wanted to die in the second one my favorite harrison ford story doesn't even have harrison like involve harrison ford properly um a couple of people went to the cinema to watch it like watch star wars when it first came out Mm -hmm. and when harrison ford came on all you heard from the film is, it's my weed dealer. <laughs> Harrison Ford had evidently, when he was working in like, carpentry and stuff like that, been dealing weed to a couple Excellent. of people, and he hadn't told people he was going to be in this film. Wasn't, oh, he just, wasn't he just, he was just the voice, um, he was the casting voice when they were doing the auditions. Yeah. Um, he, wasn't, he wasn't cast or anything, he was just the casting voice, and someone went... Because it was Carrie and Star Wars were auditioning at the same time and they used him. So if you watch any audition tapes from Carrie, you'll see Harrison Ford in there too. Yep. Ah. Fun facts! did feel sorry for him when they were shooting Indy up here and people were following him around Newcastle. Oh, I was like, God, oh, that, that just, just made us feel so good. I hate, <laughs> I hate humanity and I hate the North East at times when that type of thing does happen. It, it wasn't on. No. Nah, leave the man alone. Yes. So, so... We're just finishing Kong there, so we're back to Sammy Owen. Me, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with another obvious one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it out now. If Charlotte runs through and just points at the screen, you know she's called it. Yeah, um, he's a monster. He looks like a monster, but in actual fact, he's not really the monster of the story. Um, he's been portrayed by so many people in so many incarnations. He originally comes from a book. It's Frankenstein. It is actually Frankenstein's monster, not Dr. Frankenstein. Oh, you took him out, man. What's the matter with you? Yes, unbox the toys. What's the matter with you? It's the way. It's Frankenstein's monster, not Dr. Frankenstein. Um, But in actual fact, if we're looking at monsters in that particular story, Dr. Frankenstein is the monster. It's not 
the actual creature that you yeah. create. Um, I absolutely adore. I didn't realize how much I love this. Um, I've loved the story of Frankenstein and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, like the book, um, the movie that Kenneth Branagh did um, with Robert De Niro. And mm-hmm. then I went and watched the original. And holy shit, does that grab you in an emotional place you never thought you'd go to? Um, especially the not the, the iconic scene of him coming to life is like gives you goosebumps. He's Mas- alive! <laughs> My God, now I know how it feels like to be God. Um, yeah, so that scene is like iconic and goosebump moment. But the following that, he's like they're trying to teach him, and you've got that stupid fucking little ego like waving fire in his face, and like he has no idea what fire is like he's he's terrified and he's you can see he's scared and he, that's what chases him out the the, the the lab and gets him on and he murders a girl um and then the village folk come after him and he's just as he's just so scared he hasn't got an effing clue what's going on and i just think he's he's aesthetically he looks like a monster mm-hmm. but in his heart he's not he's 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 not at all um I even saw the play with um, Benedict Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller. Miller. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, mate. It was one of the most amazing experiences I've ever been in. And Johnny Lee Miller acted circles around Benedict Cumberbatch. What, yeah. If you, if, you, if you think you're going to watch that to see Benedict Cumberbatch at his best, you are sadly mistaken because Johnny Lee Miller annihilates him. Yeah. We saw the version um, originally with Johnny Lee Miller playing... Um, Frankenstein and him as Dr. Frankenstein. Both are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum's seen the other one. We saw it um, at Durham Theatre. It was yeah. unreal experience. And I'm like, tears just dripping down my, like, you know, when you just, you can't blink and they're just dripping out your face. It was just, he was amazing. I have never had an opinion on that man. Never. He loves him because he's in Hackers, which is his favourite film. Johnny Lee Mill is one of the best actors you've seen. I be Johnny Lee Miller. Um, James Corden joke. Sorry, that was really bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's it, it was absolutely fantastic. If any, if you ever get a chance to see it stage wise, I like, can't I recommend think. it enough. It was so brilliant. Um, my mum once said when she watched the the reverse one, she said that even even as the reverse, Benedict could not match up to him. Mm-hmm. It's it's a strange one because, as you said, this story has been told so many times mm-hmm. through the years, but never done to the same level or degree as the original with Boris mm. Karloff oh, um, no. as as the monster. I know they did Mary Sherry's Frankenstein with a really weirdly cast De Niro yeah. as, as the Frankenstein. It was good. Mm. It, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him props. He wasn't too bad. But but De Niro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With an Italian accent, he didn't whack anyone in a back room. With that's true. He, he he tried. He like he really tried to stretch out to something different, and I don't think it, yeah. it didn't not pay off for him. Um, but if you are going to measure him up against Karloff, you, it's not going to happen. It was a very it? different film, though. Yeah. Mm. Oh, one hundred percent to her. Um, but if you're going to do like if you're going to match him up monster to monster, you're not going to get the same reaction as you would with Karloff because he's He's just phenomenal. Like I didn't. I was watching a documentary on holiday, surprisingly, because I was up stupid o'clocks in the morning because I couldn't sleep. Um, and it was talking about. I didn't realize how many roles that man did for Universal. Like he's yeah. not just Frankenstein. He's the Mummy. He's yeah. Imitate. Like he's also the guy who did the Grinch voice in um, 
what do you call it? What's the Grinch thing called? Grinch who stole Christmas? Yeah. It's a proper like class act type of like actor yeah. where he's got he's got the voice, he's got the look, you know, mm-hmm. and he can act as well. He's just yeah. like Yes, hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Um, but again, it's. I was gonna go. I was gonna be a smart ass and say, right, my pick's doctor is Doctor Frankenstein because he is generically the monster in this. But yeah. I could, I wanted to talk about Frankenstein, <laughs> so <laughs> you got Frankenstein because aesthetically he looks like a monster. But in actual fact, he's anything. He's far from one. It's just got like the mind and the, <clears throat> like you say, the ability of a child in a man's body type thing. Yeah, but it's it's like say sad beautiful at the same time and aesthetically if, as I said the look of the monsters is the big thing as well yeah can I, I don't um, think I don't think you can get any more iconic other than the alien than than Frankenstein can I just go back to how Sammy opened this one up mm-hmm. literally you sold Frankenstein but at the same time you also sold of mice and men Oh, then he was a Frankenstein. He was, wasn't yeah. he? he was I was thinking that. Squeeze things too tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big, innocent guy everyone was scared of. He was mm-hmm. essentially a monster in his own right. Yeah. Because people were terrified of him. His superhuman strength, essentially. And the mm-hmm. fact that George had to put him down at the end like that, it, mm-hmm. it was essentially Frankenstein's monster. It was. Mm-hmm. It was. Just in a, in a different different and, setting. Yeah. The, um, the scene with the little girl, though, mm-hmm. is... Yeah doesn't have the same effect if you watch it in colour. No. It, it really doesn't. And I don't know why, but watching it in black and white and him just not realising that what he's doing is completely wrong, even though, let's be honest, if she stood up, it probably would have come to her at angles. Like, mm-hmm. let's be fair, he didn't throw her that far. But <laughs> still, like, he, he, he killed the kid and... He just it's the it's the look on his face. He just he hasn't got a clue what he's done. Like no. and to and to know like that we like know the difference between right and wrong. And for someone mm-hmm. who doesn't have a, an inkling, like nada of that, is just mind blowing to watch. And Karloff just with the very little facial expressions that he pulls as Frankenstein still manages to get you like through his eyes. Total innocence. Yeah, yeah. complete. That is such the right word for a Kev innocence because. Do you- they do like a really good build up of the tragedy because like you know it's gonna happen like most people know the story going in but it still gets you where you're like oh but why don't come after him it's not not his fault type of thing like Uh, it makes you feel like that like you you just want him to get away i was i was hysterical when he's at the top of that building and it's on fire and they're all standing below him i am literally screaming at the television just to leave him i kept going it's not his fault that he did that wrong and i'm saying you're right now goes the fucking bastards (laughs) mentality in a nutshell um my favourite iteration was Frankenstein was actually from Shane Black's The Monster Squad. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, it was... Uh, do you know what? We really need to do an episode on Monster Squad because that movie is amazing. And if anyone can find me the Stephen King Rules t-shirt, I need it. I saw it online years ago and never bought it, but I need that t-shirt. Um, they all came to, for the love of horror. They had a yeah. whole big whole big section of them all i was the year i think it was the year before i started going um oh he is pretty cool but yeah frankenstein i don't know if it's an obvious one um but i had to put him in there and maybe he's a good like good monster like i don't know he's not a hero he's a misunderstood i would say yeah that's a good that's a good he's he's a he's the victim of like he's one of the victims of the story of yeah. Doctor Frankenstein for sure. Oh, that's such a good way of putting it. Victim. Sure yeah, I like that that, one. Um, Frankenstein's the first anti-hero. 
because mm. in some iterations he does help. Mm. Monster mm. Squad included. Yes, there was a lot of kind of <laughs> sillier sequels like Bride of Frankenstein. And uh, <laughs> we'll stop right there. Yeah. Silly sequels? And, and what did he do? He, he showed up in like, did he show up in Van Helsing? Like the uh, oh, those that, movies? Uh, yeah, he was a like, it was a weird character. Why the, the fuck the, would Frankenstein show up in a Dracula movie? <laughs> no, no, it was uh, in uh, the Hugh Jackman one. Mm-hmm. He was he was helping. Uh, he wasn't. He was a bit <laughs> like a Hulk, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he helped. He was helping. He was like uh, Van Helsing had found him and was meant to kill him, but didn't because he was a, a a monster with a heart and an uh, intellect. So he kind of oh, so the tried complete to, opposite to what he is. <laughs> yeah, so kind of took the story and went went very strange with it. That's kind of where I turned it off. If I'm honest, like after that part. <laughs> um, so you, did... you got that far? I saw Hugh Jackman in the credits. Nope. Off. John has got to come for you now. <laughs> did uh, did Hammer Horror? Did Hammer Horror do their do their version of Frankenstein, or did they not dare because it, Boris Karloff's an English actor? I don't know if they did. I don't think they did. You know, Charlotte, you're you've got Google there if you're still awake. Charlotte, uh-huh. she is. She's just put Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> I don't know what that's in reference to, but she is still there. But well, to um, be fair, Frankenstein is it's Edward Scissorhands in it. So yeah. it's a monster that was made. Uh, and was serving essentially. Yeah, it's a yeah, but, story. The, but but the man who made him was Vincent Price, and he loved him, yeah. and that's a massive difference. Is the mm. fact that he was doing it for the Doctor Frankenstein was doing it for ego and not out of love, and yeah, it, I get the I get the idea. It's just it's the creator that is a bit different, Let's and it's honest, Vincent Price. Franklin Wayne was a better film. Yep. Oh, you take that back! <laughs> I got I got John, my Sparky. I have a Sparky. Anyway, we've got a couple of those in the house as well. <laughs> I got them for my third year for someone from work because that is just an awesome gift. Oh, you still kept it after that for so many years. <laughs> <laughs> you be careful, mister. You are older than me. <laughs> I, am. I am indeed. So, yeah, so it's a good pick there, Sam. So Thanks. we'll move on to uh, Kev for his third pick. Uh, my third pick's going to be another um, another weird one. Mm-hmm. It's one that you wouldn't expect from us, and it is sheer nightmare fuel. Um, I think we can all agree that the creator is an absolute cunt. Wow, um, you've <laughs> never said that word on here. It's my he favorite has. word of all time. It's mine too. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Um, I think anyone watching it will agree. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, the obscures from Fantastic Beasts. Ah, which one's Emma? It's essentially Ezra Miller when he turns into that big ball of smoky snakes and just kills everything. Turns into the blackness and just like yeah, just a big ball that rips through the city and kills everything. And it is sheer nightmare fuel. It is Mm. amazing. like that was in the first Fantastic Beast. They made it out to be a lot more terrifying and and impactful. But yes. Yep, so fantastic breasts and where to find them. That's, um, <laughs> that's, that's a it. better title. That was she a nightmare fuel. I can't stand Ezra Miller either. I think he's an awful person. Awful However, human being. The Obscurists, it wasn't really him. It was just a big CGI yeah. ball of hatred and it ripped everything apart. Um, mm. When it went, like the film first opens and you see just something invisible rip under the city and everything just blowing up and destroying everything and Charlotte's just turned the light on and just, I don't know why yet. Thanks, Charlotte. <laughs> uh, we can see him now. Ruined the ambiance. <laughs> uh, why is that why? 
Hey, we can see your face while Kev's doing that. Charlotte has just pointed out in the chat the curse of Frankenstein with Peter Cushion 1957. Thank you, right. Charlotte. Oh, and Peter Cushion. Yeah. Okay. The, obscure, the obscurest <laughs> for me was um, it was nightmare fuel. It was one of my yeah. last nightmares. It was just. It was I love. I love the whole idea behind it as well. Like he didn't have control. It was just when he got pure rage and that built up, and it was because it it was trying to. Um, hide his powers, or like, and it was just like like yeah. a bomb ready to go off the explosion, and hit the pent up rage and power all coming through was just well done. And I loved the whole uh, Colin Farrell aspect of that, and, like the manipulation yeah. played, and how um, it was like like it was a like a like a you, th- you thought you knew his story, but you didn't really, and like said all them different aspects played out, but. Um, yeah, it was done really well. And as I said, for something that didn't have a shape or anything when you saw it in the pure format, because I like it when you, um, when you go into Newt's bag and he's got an Obscurus there, and it's kind of like out there in the wilderness and it's just yeah. sitting there, like it's the one that he couldn't save. And that's why it was oh. like the quite sadness that he was wanting to help Ezra Miller's character. I've forgotten his name and, and thing because I know it's <sighs> Credence, that was the thing. Um but again, a lot of these monsters as well, the sadness to them, not as well oh. as, um, yeah. it's not just the scary aspect. And I think that's, like I say, the interesting aspect about it. Queen's story was sad. Mm. Yeah, it was. Me and you had a really interesting conversation when Shanghai uh, came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shang-Chi, sorry. And <laughs> we were talking about, uh, me and Kev, sorry. And we were talking about the complexity of villains. Mm-hmm. And it's the same kind of thing when it comes to monsters. If there's no complexity, they're not a good fucking monster. <laughs> like, there really isn't. Just to have a straight up, like, scary figure, to me, is not scary. But to have something with it, like, it's not like, like it's not going to scare the shit out of us. It's not going to, like, leave us wanting. It's just something it's with a bit more. Reasoning. Yes, mm. there we go. There I've we got go. a good example of one with no reason that nobody likes. The the Justice League version of Doomsday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michelangelo on steroids. Yeah, but like Doomsday's got like backstory that just shows no. no, no. <laughs> yeah. You just you just meant to know who that thing is. Yeah. And yeah. Everyone did though. So mm. yeah. but, um, good job. I, the, the Obscurus is like interesting because like like a lot of um she who will not be named stuff yep. it's like a metaphor for like mental health it's like you know bottling up like repressed yeah. feelings they're gonna come out and destroy everything only it's a literal thing <laughs> in this world and it worked really well but on, yeah. the opposite, on the opposite side michael myers doesn't yeah. have much too much of a backstory i know why does it that's the interesting aspect yeah. of that oh 100 human you don't need to know why <laughs> michael done it though michael was one of those rare ones that yeah did. It just was, and it works for Michael as well, and it works for the the look that he, that the he, Islam, you know, just the the plain white mask on his face. It, it's that plain, mm, and that's and that's why it's much. it really works. But literally, as Jake was talking and saying that great thing about mental health, Charlotte has literally nearly said word for word what you said in the chat. That's amazing. <laughs> it really is amazing. It's just in our heads. Get out, woman. <laughs> <laughs> The real monster. (laughs) It's Charlotte. (laughs) Now, the irony is, Paul thinks you and him started this. 
<laughs> Charlotte was in the background pulling all the strings. <laughs> oh, play my, my pretties, play. Oh, I've got to see her on Friday. I don't want to be mean. <laughs> in about half an hour. <laughs> she could literally walk in the room right now and just ruin your night. So <laughs> just walk over and twat me in the head with a yeah. And we're going to see it, and you're not going to. <laughs> I'm not bothered. Hashtag Charlotte's feet. £10 a, a photo, guys. <laughs> if, Contact uh, us through the you, Facebook group. Yeah, if, if you want it laminated, it's 50. If you want them signed and laminated, it's 75. Martin, for you, 100. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, so Obscurus, going back to the subject there, so quite an interesting and not one I was expecting as well. Um, but, yeah, so quite a good pick. So moving on to Jakey Boy, the nerdy Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. I've got one nobody will probably be able to talk about, which is great. <laughs> Come on, then. Mine is the friend to all children, guardian of the universe, the giant turtle, Gamera. <laughs> With these horns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, honestly. Fucking clue. <laughs> it's just Godzilla, but it's a turtle, if, yeah. if that helps you visualize. Yeah. He's a turtle. Yes. He flies for the air. Yes, like, like he a has motion. rocket boosters or flies around like a UFO, shoots fireballs, can can got, like take all of Earth's energy to fire <laughs> out a giant beam when he feels like it. Um, but no, I, I watched these movies like fairly recently, but I've always been aware of Gamera as being mm-hmm. like a kind of, I guess, like a cuter version of Godzilla. Um, didn't, they, didn't they fight at one point? I'm sure there's a movie with sure there was. I didn't want to look it up. I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see Gamera get beat up. He gets beat up enough in his own movies because he's always the underdog. Um, but yeah, Gam- Gamera is an interesting one because it's like it's kaiju genre. So you know, uh, it started in like '65. I was like ro- watching the '90s ones. I think they're kind of the best if you want to yeah. jump in. Um, but. I just absolutely love the scale of destruction. Just seeing, I could watch models explode all day. Like I don't care how many times it happens. <laughs> I, I've got now. I've got the vision of uh, Jake going to these war, uh, war, what's it called? Uh, Warhammer events. You see, <laughs> I'm Gamera stomping on people's buildings and stuff, yep. knocking all the models over. I want those miniature <laughs> towns that the cement set up. But yeah, it's like it's. It's like your classic story of like, oh, he was create. Oh, actually, well, yeah, it's a bit like those newer King Kong ones when like he was like a protector, like in the in the olden times. But he's actually sort of created by the Atlantis people, <laughs> the lost city of Atlantis. Um, but yeah, he fights like evil pterodactyls, like uh, <laughs> alien space creatures, um, and then something that like forms with a child who hates Gamera in the third one I watched. Like that was pretty cool. It looks like a friggin' Power Ranger. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like it's just one. Of, it's the same kaiju genre, but you're never in you're never in question that he's on Earth's side. So he's like one you can root for yeah. and cute as hell. He's yeah. got those eyes that are like you know you can see the the emotion in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I want to see him. <laughs> it's. It, I say. I think he's based what the base Squirtle on uh, a Pokemon. Because <laughs> he looks pretty much like. <laughs> but you can see he does like shell attacks and stuff like that. I remember yeah. he, he always. It's one of them. Like, it is like say the old uh, like say um, costume monsters and stuff where they looked so fake, but they were so fake, but done done well. 
well i think and- like i think the like the practical nature of the being somebody in there like mm. i i enjoy it like i know it's fake like you know like when i, I watch any loved, movie i, I would have <laughs> loved that job i would have loved to do it um just falling backwards <laughs> through like a fake train oh station, my god like, and taking people on i'd do it <laughs> yes i'm tall Oh, I was laugh when people used to kick off about that. I was just a man in a suit. Dude, you sat watching Power Rangers. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I know. <laughs> it has yeah, a bit of imagination. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, it was a great film. Like, see, but, yeah, yeah. I, I think, as I said, this was like a, a side thing from Godzilla. I'm not sure if there was like a comic as well. I'm sure there was a Gamera I'm sure there was a Gamera, there. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it ended, like, the movie series, the last one was like... T- Reboot it again, but nobody liked it. But um, how do you spell it? Just game, rah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like um, it's it's interesting because they do a lot of like human story in a kind of kind of practical way, where they're like, oh, this is what would happen if like to the world economy if like kind of camera hit and stuff like that. <laughs> um. So, like, there's a lot of people rushing around, you know, you know what kaiju movies are like. There's always, like, a mm. Japanese boardroom discussing what they need to do. Like, those are the parts I miss from, like, the American Godzilla movies and stuff. It's like, I miss, like, the, the humans getting together and being like, what the hell are we going to do about this? <laughs> what yeah. is the effect fairness, on the government? Though, if, would it be an American? It would literally be 20 minutes of product placement. Can you remember that scene in Wayne's World? Oh, yes. Yeah. It would be them all going, Andrex, Coca-Cola. Pizza Hut. It's the taste of a generation. I mean, it is Japan, so like there's friggin' signs everywhere. Um, That's true. Yeah. Imagine if we got sponsored by Coca-Cola, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh my god, that Coca-Cola money coming in. Yeah. No, we'll we'll get like what is it like in the other Wayne's world? We'll get that like Chinese offshoot, like Zang. <laughs> oh, exactly. you can, you can... You can taste that zang. Um, yeah. Oh, Gamera. I, I, again, I thought this was going to be one of your picks. I'm sure you posted a, a, a gif of this. I did. I did. He, oh, he show- what are we doing? He, show- he shows up in um, MST3K as well, like mm. one of the one of the old movies. So, like, people know it from joking about it. But I think that was like one of the '80s ones, yeah, like black and white ones. No, yeah. definitely. Like, yeah, I knew you were going to pick some of these like say, weird and wonderful uh, kaiju's. So. <laughs> But yes, very good pick. Uh, I remember watching the series as well when I was a kid. Um, it used to be on Channel 4, I think. Yeah, um, he's just cute. Like, I want action figures now that I've sort of dived I'm, in. I'm, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Has Necker not got one? No, no, yet, no, no. There's merch for everything in Japan. I'll find something. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm going in, like, four years' time. Just write as a list. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Right. I so, want seven Yakuza members. <laughs> okay. Just seven. Yeah, Just seven. <laughs> so move on to Four my fingers. my last pick then. Not last pick. No, uh, wait, 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 I was gonna say wait here, Raj. So I've, we've talked about this film before in a in a podcast earlier. Um but again, like I say when I was thinking about monsters and like say interesting characters, I absolutely adore this. I adore like this on so many levels just because um like I say, it just reminds us of watching this as a kid and singing along. So again, I'll <clears throat> we did a little bit of this before, so feed me. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Does it have to feed. be human? Feed me. <laughs> Does it have to be mine? Feed me. Where am I supposed to get it? Oh my god, I could do this forever. <laughs> <laughs> feed me Seymour. So yes, Audrey. Do 
from the little shop of one. horrors. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, like I say, how can you not love an alien plant that feeds on blood and people? You can't, Paul. You just you, you've there's no question about it. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. the best thing impressed. ever. Kev, it's a plant. I honestly didn't think of that one. Um, the only thing I think when I see that is penis fly drop. Oh my god! I would not be getting my cock anywhere near that. So yeah, um, no. it's, it's a scary thought. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know though. Audrey Two is a master manipulator, you know. Yeah, yes. you could, could sweet talk your interest. Is yes. it one That's... of those ads that pop up on the internet? Live news near you, single hot, single hot wives. Yep. Yeah, Just in that mouth over it's there. Just a giant fucking plant. <laughs> but, like, when you think about, it, I know we talked about this in during the like I said the musical episode and. I loved all the songs in here from Suddenly Seymour to Downtown. Do, 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 do. Um, the, I thought the... the best thing about that film was Danny John, Danny John Jules, cut from Red Dwarf, was one of the dancers. Yeah, he yes. Was. Yeah. He was. He's, he's also in Labyrinth, too. But the, the greatest moment ever is Steve Martin with yes. the dentist song. Now, come I'm on, come dentist. on. And Bill Murray uh, being a sadist and wanting to be, get all the tools yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like as you said, look for the cast, like Rick Moranis, uh, John Candy's in it, uh, Bill Murray, Steve Martin. The who's who of 80s comedy is just... John Candy's the uh, DJ, isn't he? Yeah, he's like yeah. the shock jock type thing. Yeah. Mm. Had you seen that one, Sammy? Have I, have I seen this one? I've just seen it beforehand. <laughs> if I don't talk for a long time, then you know I've not seen it. But no, I have. I've seen. I've not just seen this. I've seen the director's cut as well, which shocked the shit out of us. I think I mentioned it on the musical one. Yeah. That my husband download, downloaded downloaded um, a version for me and my sister to watch while we're having a night. Yeah, having a night at ours, and um, he got it. We were just. Do you know, you're just not paying attention because you've seen it a million times and you're just singing along with it. And then the ending changed and Audrey won. And we were like, what? <laughs> and then he rang me mum at like gone past 12 to say, did you know this? I just love the song as well. Like I'm a mean green mother from outer space and I'm here to bust your balls. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like Rick Moranis, I know this, I, I know this wasn't the original, like there was original back in the day this was actually a remake but i love rick morales for anything that he's been in yeah. and this was one of the highlights yeah. um just like say when he goes from like this downtrodden nobody to basically the panic that he's setting in because he is having to chop up uh dead bodies and feed them to this absolutely manic and i can't remember who did the voice for audrey too but it was funny um, as fuck it was keep talking i'll tell you <laughs> Rick, Rick's like the perfect like embodiment of like meekness in like you know yeah. in that film. <laughs> so it's, he's like he's perfect, like a perfect target for Audrey too. Do you know like, who directed it? Would have been the perfect father figure for any film. Literally, oh, yeah. stick him as a father figure. Oh, yeah. Do you know who? Do you know who directed it? I don't know. Frank Oz. Frank Oz. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the puppet master was actually the director this time. Yes, he <laughs> <A lot> was. <laughs> <of poetry. laughs> Yes, he was. Um, the who we're looking for, Audrey, Audrey. Two. Audrey Two, the voice. Oh my God, Jim Belushi's in it. Yep. Christopher Guest. Everyone's in it. <laughs> Miriam Magnus is in it. Everyone's in it. <laughs> Shall I keep going? Thirty four three is IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia actually. Um, oh, it doesn't actually. Oh, oh, hang on. Sorry, Levi Stubbs. 
I, I think Charlotte actually said earlier in the chat. Yeah. Sorry, Charlotte. Sorry, Charlotte. <laughs> um, I'm, the reason I have it on here is because I wanted to look at the director of Little Shop of Horrors. Not the director, the actual creator. Howard Ashman is mm. the creator of Little Shop of Horrors. And there is a beautiful documentary on Disney Plus about mm-hmm. Howard's life because Howard is the guy not only behind Little Shop of Horrors and how fucking amazing it is, um, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. Yes, wow. I think I think uh, we talked about it um, yeah. during the, the musical episode. Uh, and, I, I most likely. It. Oh, please watch it. <laughs> please watch it. It's a beautiful documentary um, of a, such a great man. <laughs> did, did Charlotte guess that one? No, no, I don't think <laughs> No, but uh, I'm, I'm telling her to find that documentary. So All right. It. Please do. It is beautiful. Stunning. So I've won one now, Charlotte. Hasn't guessed that one yet. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that's my number three pick. So yeah. back to Sammy for a number Back three. to me. And I'm going to freak out because we're going to talk about fucking clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back down. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm going to stand up and start pacing. One of the greatest (laughs) monsters ever. Is it Pennywise? It's Pennywise. Is it Pennywise? You could just nut that cunt. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm not scared of Pennywise, never was. Neither am I. It was the killer clowns from Outer Space that got me. Love that film so much, um, but yeah, Pennywise. <gasps> you'll float down here. <laughs> you'll float too. Um, yeah, I absolutely not just. I, I don't just love Tim Curry. I think Tim Curry's is iconic. Obviously, we can all agree mm-hmm. it's iconic. But I really love Bill Starsgard as well. Like that guy can pull some pretty amazing facial expressions to scare the living bejesus out of you. Yes, uh, honestly, the. The Tim Curry film, like the TV spots, mm-hmm. um, I loved both. Mm. The new one, honestly, I just turned it off. I was thought this is crap. Oh my god, I absolutely loved it. I, I, I don't still, think I, I watched it. the sequel, but I, I did. I did enjoy the first part. Yeah, I think I loved the first part because it reminded us of Stand by Me. It had like Goonie vibes to it. Yeah, but but the second one, it, it was about forty-five minutes too long. <laughs> and, too long. And there was elements in where they didn't need to, like where they kept on rehashing with the kids. We didn't need to see the kids' story more. That story was told. Yeah. Keep us with the actors there because the actors were brilliant. That the cast was phenomenal. Like one of the best one of the best casts for a horror movie that we've ever had. And they kind of misused it for in a way Mm. in part two. I kind of disagree with you. He okay. Anthony Anthony loves the first one for exactly the reasons you've just given there. Um, mm-hmm. It is very because the reason Ant loves the Tim Curry one is because of the de- the, the switch between the kids, adults, kids, adults, mm-hmm. kids, adults, and it's all the way through. Yeah. It's not like one big chunk of a film is there. You go, that's the kids, and then you're gonna do kids, adults, kids, adults, and the second one. It doesn't it, mm-hmm. for him. It didn't work for me. I actually like the idea that we got because we didn't see all of this. Some of there was, you know, there was a montage in the middle of it where they'd all fallen out. So there was bits and pieces of their summer that we didn't quite see. So I wasn't too mad that they were put into the second one to obviously explain the bunker because there's no explanation as to where the fuck this bunker's come from if you don't see a flashback from when the from when it was built. Um, mm-hmm. The casting of this though, you cannot the minute the minute that you we all saw the kids. 
everyone could pick who was going to be cast. Jessica mm. Chastain. Fantastic. Brilliant yeah. casting. Even I said for Richie Toza, Bill Hader, 100% Bill Hader. Mm. Um, the guy who played Eddie, Eddie Spaghetti, who is my favourite okay. character. I love him so much. See, I love him I, so much. I think the main problem I had with the first part of it, if Finn Wolfhard's in something, it puts me off instantly. I kind of understand where you're coming from on that. He's useless. He's the same in everything he's in. But my main thing with Pennywise in this one, because Scar's got done a really good job. Mm-hmm. But what he had, he'd done a really, really good job. They used far too much CG for it. And yeah, on the light. Yeah. Un- unnecessary Penny, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Pennywise should not have been in the light that much. Yeah. The whole thing with Pennywise is he'd lured you in. Yeah. Like literally, hey kid, come here. You know, like I've got I've, I've mm. got my van. Hey, Georgie. Yeah. Hey, hey Georgie. If, no, because if you put two scenes together, like if you put the original 1990, I believe, yeah. um, TV where like, 19, the scene. 19, 19, hang on, hang 90, on. 90, I think 90, it was. 1990 or 92. Uh, no. Nighty, nighty. You were exactly spot right. on. Um, there was a scene, like I say, the Georgie scene from the start. If you put them side by side, the Tim Curry one is scarier because you don't see much. Yeah. The, the, the second one, when you see that arm come out and stretch, it takes you out of the realm. I know we're talking about a demon clown that comes round, but there's got to be a, a, a sense of realism. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the one that you see in the Tim Curry one is exactly from the book. You yeah. find they find Georgie's body. Georgie yeah. is buried, and that's. Mm. This but is in where this... my gripe started. Yeah. All the way through this, they were saying it is sticking to the book. It is the book. It's not... the, the biggest villain in the book. Massive. Twenty-five seconds of screen yeah. time. Yeah, I can. I can get us. Don't get us wrong. If we're going to go from book to film, I can understand because I heard a lot of that where they were like, oh, no, it's, it's directly from the book. And, but if you're going to do it directly from the book, then you're going to do one of the most fucked up scenes yeah. in cinema history. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. I'm out, I'm out. I'm not, oh, not going to say it. I'm not, I'm not that stupid. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. But yeah, if, you, if that was the case and that's what they're going to do, it yeah. ain't going to happen. Um, but yeah, to not give that, that villain... Mm-hmm. the just as he deserved i totally get it but if i'm just looking at it as a as a i see it as a sunday morning film because i would just shove it on in the background and it's the just tim there and one i do i i do love the tim well, you need one. an entire day to watch it it's three and a half hours long <laughs> yeah. i know the again because like i cut from elements from each like the i know i'm just going to contradict soon what i said i like in part two, how they handled the final fight scene with Pennywise better, where mm. I absolutely hated the end scene of the 1990, where it was just like the spider, uh, the spider, where <laughs> the all the stuff got to attack and his yeah. deadlights, and it, it kind of just lost us a bit. But it's battery acid. Tim Curry was fantastic as Pennywise he was. I'm terrified of clowns, but I loved Tim Curry. It's like he, he embodied Pennywise for me. It's the friggin' teeth. It's it's when he does that, like, thing. Oh, like, when he pulls awful. his head back, yeah. yeah. The best yeah. line, though, is, kiss me, Scott. fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Skarsgård was fantastic for what he had. Um, yeah. But again, I, I, 
too much CG and they shouldn't have put him in the light as much as they did. Yeah. Because he yeah. looked like a proper hobo clown. Like, you just, you know, he's mm. going to take you around the back, show you some puppies and rip your skull out. <laughs> yeah, I did like um, Mike's character in this. I thought yeah. we got um, a better, a better outlook of Mike um, yeah. more than what you did in the original. Um, mm. I preferred the original Mike. Oh, see, I love this Mike. I, I, I loved how much you, I loved how much you fucking cared. Like, you but really that, cared. Yeah, but that's what I like about these type of things, because each person's got a different, yeah. like, want and like about things, and you get from, and you can see different viewpoints, but mm-hmm. um, I, like I say, related so heavily to, um, like I say, I can't forget Billy's character, because with us, I used to have a stutter when I was a kid as well, so I, I, I um when he when he used to go on, I'm stuttering now because thinking about. It. Uh, <laughs> but, you worry? but then when like John Boy uh, came in later on as well, I thought it was getting a good good casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and how it played out and how it finished with his wife and stuff like that. Order, but, yeah. but I also loved the the casting of James McAvoy. Oh my god, I thought he was great, (laughs) but it's it's never going to beat. Do you know what I really love about the adult one more than anything is the relationship between Richie Toza and Eddie Casket. Like, Mm. I love that relationship because them two really bounce off each other. And I love the table scene where they're sitting having a meal, and them two are just ripping into each other. Like, like no time has passed. Like, you've got to remember that they don't remember half of the shit that they did growing up, but they can still remember ripping the piss out of each other yeah. yeah and i love that and them too just the guy who plays older eddie i absolutely love him he was in midnight mass recently um yeah, he he's also good. in sinister he's a such a good actor yeah. and he and as eddie is like my favorite character like i can eddie totally re- i can totally relate to eddie on so many different levels and mm-hmm. i just i love that we got the little guy the little kid from shazam mm-hmm. Yeah, and then obviously, so good, so yeah. good. The only so one, good. I, I think my main gripe with um, the Bill Denver thing is the fact that it went from that lad to James McAvoy. Younger Bill was taller than him. That is very true. <laughs> you know, oh, but, but if we like say talking about the monsters as well, not just the movies, it's interesting that you've picked two demon type of characters where they've got like the twenty-five year gap thing. Yeah. What does like, that say about me? <laughs> Maybe you just don't want to. You don't even want to live for twenty five years. <laughs> I like tombs as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so again, that's, yeah, that's what, quite an interesting. What part. exactly is Pennywise? Because I'm, I'm just a casual it. He's fan. an alien, isn't he? Yeah, he's an interdimensional being. Yeah, and who can... that feeds on fear? Is that the, the yeah, idea? Yeah, pretty much. Twenty seven okay. years, I think it is. He comes in. Yeah, yeah, every twenty seven um, years. But yes, fear. The, Honestly, Jake, read the book. Yeah, it's Ignore, a big one. <laughs> you, read it. If you literally just get the book, rip out the pages that say Derry the Interlude, you don't need them. <laughs> oh, I know, I know what the thing is. Like, oh. I'm aware of the thing. <laughs> I tell you that no, but the first, the first part of the book where the um with the with the with the couple who were uh, who get attacked, yeah. um, that is very accurate to the second film. That, yeah. That's probably the only bit that was very accurate for me because when I read it, I was like, whoa, yeah, pretty much got that on the nose there, haven't I? Yeah, it was brutal, like it was quite brutal. Yeah, and I think they did it quite just, I, I think they did it justice mm. in the movie because I, yeah. I, I didn't want it to take it too far. I don't want to relive mm. that bit again. No, that was it's not awesome. nice. I've it heard that they're meant to be doing a prequel or yeah. they're supposed to be doing like the, the origins of Pennywise. Or I'm kind of interested because... Mm. 
like Jake just said, like, I don't know who Pennywise is. But would it ruin the mystery if we do know? No, not really. Not not with this one, because there's so many stories that they could have, like, that's one of the things about the book. It's like all these things that happened in Derry and stuff like that back in the day. So Mm. I I would quite be interested in that. And like, say, it tells you in the book who Pennywise is. Yeah, it tells you his name, doesn't it? Yeah, it, you can't pronounce it. There was like 16 no. syllables and 10 of them. Have been- Jesus, mate. I just tried to read a Norse mythology book. I hardly got me be brain around half the stuff that was in there. Make sure that's pretty much as a goddamn genius when it comes to this stuff. Oh. Circles around anybody I know. I'd love to sit here and grant the room with a bottle of wine and a Norse mythology book. <laughs> <laughs> and go. Harvard level debate in there. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I just, I think aesthetically as well, like, I don't find clowns scary. Like, I, I know you do, Kev, but I really don't find clowns scary. But mm. it is that it is certain aspects of him. Like, when he's just sitting on, you know, when he's in the library and he's got all the balloons are all coming. I'm talking about Tim Curry, by the mm. way. All the balloons are coming down. That's not scary. He's got his little clacker thing. But yeah, but Tim Curry in the shower scene. Oh. Now, that is haunting. Well, that's different because think... you're quite vulnerable in that scene. Like, yeah. see, it's always hard when you've got like character that's naked and like got nothing around them and protection, and a beast yeah. comes after. And them. the and the library thing, it's like, can nobody else see this? Like, it's unsettling yeah. for that yeah. reason. Like, oh crap, I'm alone. No one can help me. Type of thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the unsettling part for me on it was. Um... Ben Hanscom in the first one when he mm. sees his dad floating next to the standpipe. Oh him. yes, with the balloons. Like, oh, ben, I live in here now. Do you want to come in? It's just like, oh, you creepy bastard. Yeah, because it's a, the the back scene just does not look like it. it looks weird. Yeah, like yeah, like it would be effed up in your dreams. You know, like ah, oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. Oh. The more we've talked about it, the more I realise I have more love for the Tim Curry one than I do the other one. Because I can I question that one more, but mm. I still enjoy it as a film. I can still go and sit and watch it. It doesn't bother us at all. But if I'm talking like who's better out of the two or which one's better out of the two, it, it will always be the, the TV slash film one. Genuinely, yeah. I think if they'd kept Skarsgård in the shadows a little more and used mm-hmm. less CG, it mm. would have been equal. It genuinely yeah. would have been equal because Skarsgård was. Um, I don't like him as an actor. I genuinely don't. It's that. But he was fantastic. It's the fact that the eye movements—they are his. Yeah, like he can do that. That me. smile that he does—that's his. Like yeah. there's no CGI going on here. <laughs> he was so good in the role. It's. It wasn't his fault that it went wrong for him. Yeah. Like for I me, s- it was the, the lighting. I still think it's amazing that the first uh, it is the highest gross in horror film that's ever made. Like it's it's made the most money out of any really? horror film. Yeah. Do you think it. that's because it was on TV first? Oh, um, it, I think it came out like at a time where uh, it it basically hit its basically high points and storytelling. And there've been mm. rumors about it being made for years. And again, as I said, part one. I know Kev, as I said, has his doesn't think, but. As a whole, part one is a solid movie. Mm. It is a coming of age story, and like I said, it, it gives off, like I said, the Stand By Me vibes in a huge way that not many other things. And I do think nostalgia played a big part in it. Yeah, massive. Um, but as I said, the probably went too far with the second one, and that's that's where it kind of it dwindled. But again, it's it's a franchise that 
probably has a few more legs in it, shall we say? That's a spider yeah. reference. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's like clowns and spiders in this cave. It must kill you. I, honestly, sometimes it does. I think um, the main thing where like the new one went wrong for me, and it is, I think it's the main gripe for it, because talking about it, there is some absolutely like outstanding aspects of it. It was the time it was set in. Mm-hmm. For me, mm. like it... I mean, you had like the 60s and 70s, the rock and roll era and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You had the telephones, yeah. you had the quiffs, you had mm-hmm. Henry Bowers and his greases that were just like, no, we're going to stop you up. And yeah. in this one, Henry Bowers was in it for like 30 seconds. I mean, yeah. on, Henry but he, Bowers. It was, it was just a punk kid. That was, was. the thing. That, that's annoyed as he wasn't terrifying. Henry no. Bowers in, in the TV one, he scared me more yeah. than the he was not, he is, it's almost like he was trying to live up to Kiefer's character in Stand By Me, but just didn't quite <laughs> hit the fucking mark. Um, yeah, I totally. Didn't live up to Ace Merrill. No, because that is a, that's, oh, I totally agree with you. 100% agree with you. And Henry Bowers has some great scenes, like, in the book, like, yeah, how, like how he, he even deleted the scene out of it where he murders his dad. Why would you cut that out? Yeah. So, we're going to do an episode on it soon. Yes. <laughs> right. I'll gladly sit and watch all four, oh. again, all four parts and yeah. have a conversation. About oh, it. definitely. 100%. So, I'll end up with that. Um, yeah, Pennywise. Probably more Tim Curry now after this conversation. But, yeah, Pennywise. <laughs> all Tim Curry all day. <laughs> all day long, baby. Well, oh, However, you, you can't take it away from Skarsgård because it. Tim Curry yeah. and Scott are young. They yeah, it's, they, they have it's, such a uniquely beautiful face. It's so it's unique, classical. isn't it? It's like a classical <laughs> handsome face. Yes, those guys just look phenomenal. Ah, oh, me and Kev, his <laughs> podcast coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to Kev's next pick, shall we say? Second from last. My next pick is an absolutely awful film. It's Brilliant. Good terrible. start. Like it is really bad. Um. There's a tragedy at the start. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Someone's pissed off. Nothing happens. Last 20 minutes of the film. Huge demon. And I'm going to go with Pumpkinhead. <gasps> Pumpkinhead! Oh, God, yeah. Terrible, terrible film, movie. Pumpkinhead! <laughs> the demon itself is absolutely outstanding, and it gives us the amazing Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen, yes! If it's got Lance in it, I'm happy to watch it. Oh, my dears, Kev. This is amazing. And even the Misfits did a fucking amazing song called Pumpkinhead as well. Yeah. Not been able to, I've never been able to finish the movie. It's, it's so bad. It's, like, it's it, really bad. But when yeah. the demon comes and starts wreaking the vengeance and stuff, mm. it, it gets good. It's like a demon sloth type thing. It's like a sloth gone bad. <laughs> imagine like, if um, yeah. someone tried to if, imagine if someone literally gave a waxwork womble claws and then set it on fire. Yeah, yeah. Kev, and there's a guy on Instagram who has the re- a replica of Pumpkinhead full size to scale. I will send you a picture of it. It, it looks oh, absolutely amazing. I absolutely love the design for Pumpkinhead. It scared the crap out of me. Yeah. It was something um, my uncle introduced us to by accident. Um, <laughs> One of those moments, eh? <laughs> he, he was, uh, well, my uncle's a stoner. Um, so oh, <laughs> he was sat blazed out of his mind, just staring at the telly screen. Um, I was over from Germany visiting, and I must have been, I must have been like six or something like that. Um, and I just kind of snuck into his room, and I sat on the floor, and he's lying in bed watching this, and I'm sort of sat just behind his head, 
And then the demon came on. I was like, oh, you fucker. And he made proper shit himself. He's like, what the fuck are you doing in here? You can't be watching this. I was like, I didn't know what it was at first. It was boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing happened before. It's, it's just like, a, it's just a big like build up, you know, like that the yeah. filmmakers were doing it intentionally, just boring yeah. you for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and then the second that demon comes out, it's just, it's, it's horrible i think it's it is just absolutely disgusting to look at it's interesting um, i think that's from like an era where you could get by on just having a monster yeah. and like that was enough to get your film like to get yeah. people to rent your movie from the video store you know like it just was. being like oh what the hell's pumpkin head sounds cool um it doesn't really fly so much these days like no. having a bad movie attached to like a cool monster no, <laughs> but now you've got a that was like the era of the creature feature. Yeah. You had stuff like Alligator. I mean, if yeah. anyone's ever watched Alligator, it's literally an alligator superimposed into a film and make it look 10 times bigger. Yeah. And the <laughs> stuff. God, that sounds like something like Edward, uh, Edward, what's his name? Edward D. Wood Jr. would do. Just find footage of shit and just make it into a film. Seriously, watch the film Alligator. The first one's actually quite entertaining. It's not yeah, too bad. It's watchable. I like the first one, yeah. The second one is. <laughs> awful um but pumpkin head for me like that demon just scared the crap out of me and again lance henriksen i can listen to that man just talk <sighs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember what was the premise for playing pumpkin head what what why did the pumpkin head come again so there was a reason for it yeah two uh, like a couple of kids killed his son right um, and he, he got really fucking angry as you would um, and he started doing like a ritual to bring the demon pumpkin head out to wreak his vengeance essentially because um, he told him it was going to happen like he's like look you, you're going to regret this you are going to die you're, you're all going to pay for this and they're just like laughing at him like oh, whatever old man fuck off you know just the usual mouthy little redneck bastards <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it was quite fun to see some inbreds getting ripped limb from limb so <laughs> I was happy with that I think I watched yeah. it when I was younger because yeah. I, I, I always remember like how great Pumpkinhead looked. <laughs> Unbelievable! I remember the Mc, I remember the McFarlane done the toy range. Yes, uh, and, it, and it looked amazing. That that made us want to watch the film, and I <laughs> tried watching the film again. Now, I, I, I know I, I don't like shitting on films because I don't like not. I've, ne- I've never. I always try and watch it all, but honestly, I've never been able to finish it. I've ever fell Best asleep. Thing to do is fast oh. forward it to three quarters of the way through the film and start mm-hmm. there. Watch yeah. the start and then fast forward it, like skip mm-hmm. the half of the film. But I think that's a good point you're making, though, as well. Like monster movies that stand out because the film is awful, but everyone knows the monster pumpkin head. Yeah. It is, like, say, one of the biggest in, like, in B movie horror type show, type of thing that you might. Not know what the film's about or what happens in the film, but you know the monster, monster. and that shows you what kind of effect or, like, say, what how good the monster actually was. Yeah, I've said it about pretty much every single one of these so far, but it was nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it was like someone had went, "Here's some acid. There's a six foot rat. Here's a cup of coffee. <laughs> Enjoy." <laughs> Tickle this. <laughs> You have such a wheel of words, Kev. I've just got a fucked up brain. <laughs> Too many punches to the head. <laughs> but that was... Uh, Charlotte, yeah. stop punching Kevin the head. She <laughs> in the balls once she rolls over. And it's always an accident before she uses it for cues to reveal as well. Bless. So, yes, that's a good pick. Um, okay. wasn't, wasn't expecting that one. But Mm-mm. saying that, though, I should have really, if that makes sense. Because when you think about movie monsters, it is one of the ones that does stand up, stand up against like any others. Yeah. Um. So yes, 
So awesome. we'll move on. To, moving on to GX second from last pick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go classic, but had a had a, a modern iteration. The Mummy. <gasps> the Mummy. Immortal. was going to be on my list. Yeah, I, I, you know, I really like a multi-stage like you know monster mystery type of thing you know you've got you've got his backstory you've got the curse you have his like first like emaciated form that comes out and then he starts like stealing parts from people to come back and then he's got i'm talking about the 90s mummy movies i guess here but then he's got like sand powers on top of things (laughs) and it's like it's like, how do you stop this guy? And obviously the body horror aspect of him stealing body, like, you know, your eyes or your tongue, you just don't want to be anywhere near him. <laughs> I know how you stop it, though. I know how you stop him and kill the movie. Mm-hmm. Throw a no, Tom Cruise gets a star on it. Yes. Kill it. <laughs> yep. kill it. So that leads me on to my fifth movie monster. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Franchise ah, killer. Real monsters. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would become a very dark, dark Can we take podcast. a second to just appreciate how good Arnold of Osley was as Immortal? Oh, yes. Another yes. one I can sit and listen to all day. Mm-hmm. Like, is it possible to have a voice crush? Yes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I could listen to that man all day. 100%. I have one on Grant Morrison. Absolutely, I could listen to that man. He, he makes me fall asleep because he's just so soothing and his stories are fucking crazy. And you had the amazing Brendan Fraser again. I mean, yeah. Yeah. oh come on, man, that man he's is just amazing. National he... treasure, Brendan Fraser. Yes, um, yes. but yeah, like the the mummy's like interesting as well with him being like a universal monster, and it's another Karlov, isn't it? Another it is, Boris it Karlov is. joint. <laughs> it is. Um, but yeah, I just like he's a really cool bad guy monster, and he's got the tragic history. He was turned into a monster by a curse. Mm-hmm. And he's got, he's just like kind of unbeatable. I know, you know, you got to find your MacGuffin, smash something in a pyramid, and you, you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I really like him. It's like, I like mummies better than zombies. I like a, a bit of magical curse action going on. <laughs> but that, that is quite an interesting point. Is a mummy a zombie just in a different form? Like I'd a magical s- zombie. <laughs> mm, I would I would say no because zombie like to me if uh, George A. Romero is my god when it comes to zombies and they were pretty much fucking brain dead. Where a mummy mm. has a bit more to them. Um, oh, the later ones, yes, but the original one was just. Uh... Mm. <laughs> At least he could lift his arms up. Like uh, zombies, really struggle if you watch them. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I think Sammy said earlier, like you love a good tomb <laughs> to raid. Like the mummy has all of that. Like you know. Mm. Yeah, it's just a really good concept. It's a good idea. It lends mm. itself to like so much storytelling because you can go like almost any direction around an ancient undead creature. <laughs> yeah. Raquel, Raquel Weiss. Oh. Oh, Rachel Weiss was unbelievable in that. <laughs> Everyone's beautiful in the Mummy series. Brendan yeah. <laughs> Fraser, without a doubt, the most handsome he's ever looked in his life. There's a difference between ripped and handsome. Yeah, I, I love that man, and I love all these videos of love coming out for yeah. recently and him, him being so overwhelmed by it. It's like yeah, he's just oh, 
he really is. He really is. And I just wish nothing but nice things for that man. He was nearly a victim of Hollywood, another in the long lines of victims of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Kind of was, but he's had a redemption. Yeah. Um, I think he nearly died on the movie set because he nearly hung himself. He did? The, the scene like, where, yeah, the scene yeah. where, it, that's genuine. It's the same Michael J. Fox did exactly the same about The Future 3. He hung himself too. <laughs> So and the shortest. <laughs> what you what you see is him because it was so good they just kept it, but he was generally choking to death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scary. Oh, there was so many good aspects of the mummy, like it's um the scarabs. The scarabs, <gasps> yes. Yes. Fucking yeah. horrible. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. There's a scene on this one, and my god, I laugh every time we watch it. Every time me and Charlotte watch this film, I piss myself. Like I will literally she'll be sat watching it and you can see her tense, and I will literally be like I'm not watching the film, I'm watching her. I'm just waiting for the jump uh, in the second one when they're coming through the clearing and all little reanimated little dwarfy munchkin midget things just start diving out and attacking people. Yeah. When one of them just sort of opens his eyes and flips out of the tree and latches onto the fella, she jumps every time. <laughs> it's like in a field of reeds type of thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I absolutely <laughs> piss myself off every time. It's beautiful. <laughs> what, what was his little the guy in the first one as well? Was it called Benny? He's going, hey, O'Connell, you're, we've got all the horses. Hey, Benny, you're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> <laughs> it still doesn't beat the guy um, who constantly says, this place is cursed. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> this place is cursed. That place is cursed. We're all cursed. Liam McKill used to quote that all the time. You've also got Oded Ferrer looking as handsome as he's, he's ever looked as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did actually. Yeah. And then um, James. Is it? No, no it's James, James Nesbitt. James Nesbitt, yeah. No, it wasn't yeah, James Nesbitt. No, it's not James Nesbitt. James Hannah. Hannah. John Hannah. Yeah. John Hannah. John Hannah. Yeah. We got there. We got there. Like, teamwork. <laughs> I love that man. Yes. If we're going like if we're going like monster power rankings, I think the mummy could take anyone we've talked about so far. If he can control the scarabs, I think he could take the xenomorph colony. The xenomorphs would just bleed blood all over them and go. Oh, uh, boys, he turns into, a, turns into a giant sand mouth. Boys, <laughs> so we're not we're not getting into tit for tat now. We are. We are. Let them fight. <laughs> I, I reckon the dark overlords could take him simply because they're bloody awful. <laughs> They've got to produce like goods or something. They've got to be. Yeah. Oh, like I say, the mummy's such a cool character. Like, there's been again so many uh, like say versions of him, but I think again might be sacrilege, but. What we're talking about, the 1991 was the better version of it I as agree. well. Wasn't it was again fan, family friendly, um, kind of ruined it with the Scorpion King with a weird rock thing oh, that came out. Sh- <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> then what was the third one called? It was a tomb or something. Dragon Empire. Tomb what of the was Dragon the third Empire. one? Yeah, yeah, don't watch it. It was not Lee, existed it? until two minutes ago. It was like the resurrected Jet Li kind of. Yeah, it was like guy. in Asia. Yeah. It was okay. awful, and Rachel Vice didn't come back for this one. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was the son, wasn't it? It was uh, Brendan. It was a Brendan Fraser and Thingy's son was uh, was part of the hunt. But yeah, you don't need to watch it. It's, okay, I didn't know it existed it, it, until now. It, it doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It killed yes. Jet Li's career. Oh, it really is Jet Li in it. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think that killed it, but there was other films that was even worse. But we'll, we'll not go there. Uh, <laughs> 
that's kind of brought it back a bit, but um, I was thinking about the Warner swing, wasn't it? That was terrible. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the mummy, what a pick. Uh, are we happy to move on to my my second mm-hmm. from last? Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about, again, it's a movie we're talking about. We're all actually going to do a podcast uh, pretty soon based on the actual movie franchise as well. I'll get the little guy out. It is a film that oh, we all thought about. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that we, well, oh. it does have a penis joke. It's about pissing on him. See what would happen when we were pissing on it. It's Spike <laughs> from Gremlins. Look at that. Ah! Spike, <laughs> Spike was the worst, like as in like the scariest gremlin. <laughs> Sorry, it's a... <laughs> You're scared of the claw. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. But, but as a whole, like say, as a puppet, it was a fucking scary puppet. And the whole premise of like say Gremlins, I know we've talked about the backstory and like what how did it work? What what's what why is it working in the way it does? But at the simplest form, it's basically this cute furry thing that gets turned at these monsters when they get wet. Uh, not when, <laughs> when, they, when they eat after eat, eat after eat after mid, eat after midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not pissing on them yet. <laughs> not pissing on them, but um, like I say, the whole premise of it. Like I say, you get the, all the all the different versions. But I love Stripe as a thing. Like I say, he was the the main one when he was a Mogwai. Uh, he's the one that picked on Gizmo and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, didn't I think he spat on him at one point as mm. well? Didn't he? Little bastard. Well, he's just yeah. a, ma- a massive bully, which is. A, a great sort of character for a, a, a monster. <laughs> yeah. And the whole premise, like taking over a town, like I know it's never going to happen, but fuck, I want my my town to be taken over by gremlins. I want to be a part of that action. I just think it would be it hilarity. So and as a film, it's just from start to finish, just pure entertainment. And the, even the second one's good, even though it got shit on. Oh, like it's so funny. I watched it at Christmas. Was it Christmas? I watched it recently. We watched and it at Christmas as well. Mi- Michaela said, watch this Keenan Peel um, skit first before you watch it. So I did. And it literally is Keenan Peel sitting in a, it's the boardroom meeting. And um, John Peel comes in as this like Hollywood guy who then breaks, like, okay, so we're going to do Gremlins 2. And we can do whatever you want. And everyone starts pitching these ideas and it's going off on it. And it just sounds ridiculous. It's the actual fucking film. <laughs> so I watched the film and everything that's mentioned in there is what actually happens in the film. And I thought it was fucking brilliant. It's like a live action cartoon. Like the somehow. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. I, like I don't know the, how they pulled it off. I genuinely like the second one more than the first one. I am not a big fan of Gremlins. Like, the rest of you is all and carolyn is a huge gremlins fan but i just it really upsets me to look at gizmo and to think <laughs> of him being hurt in any way so mm. i don't i don't like it but i yeah. thought the second one was just hilarious like that was I, so much fun I, yeah second i think it's my favorite too i think the second one is more comedy but the first one is a pure horror film like see it's a, it's a pg horror film done yeah done really. going from like when they're in the science lab and the science teachers getting like poking uh, the Mogwai, then he turns into a chrysalis. And then when he hatches and starts pulling them on the tables and stuff, it's proper like old school <laughs> horror. Yeah, it was, um, just, it was essentially 80s horror for kids. Yep, perfectly. Yeah. But done. Horror film. And again, like I say, the practical effects, the puppeteering and that was yes. absolutely brilliant. When, like, Even like the elements when all the gremlins are sitting in the movie c- cinema watching uh, the <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Hulk Hogan, man. <laughs> 
Oh, it wasn't always Hulk Hogan, you know. There's like different ones depending on which area the movie was in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I love the fact that the in the second one they cut the Phoebe Kate story out about her dad in Christmas and they're like, No, we don't need to do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to do that. (laughs) No, um, I think Martin pointed out in the chat as well, the fountain scene as well, when Stripe has his come up and when he starts melting and stuff like that. Oh yeah. It's just it's just nasty. And then when he's like splats on the floor and he's melting, it's like proper um, like Wizard of Oz moment. Like I'm melting, mm-hmm. I'm melting. I'm but you see like, like the skeleton coming back out. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> <gasps> Can you not get a figure of like his skeleton? Do you think that would be pretty fucking cool? I'm not sure, but I know they're bringing out a necker where gizmos get in the car. Yeah. And, can, and they're going to be the eggs. Yeah. So mm. I would want to pitch to necker. Mm. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? It's just like the Don't let them steal your ideas. <laughs> no, Kev's my agent. He can go to Hollywood and sort it out. <laughs> I and Jacob both got to do that, apparently. Yeah. yeah, but I know it's hard to get. But you can get the spider necker figure as well. Yeah, that would be really hard to find. Mm. But I can say when you saw Gremlins too, the spider Gremlin was. I, I, I did get nightmares from that one. I have to admit. That's why I like two best because it had like you know different forms. It probably goes back to what you were saying about xenomorphs. They kind of yeah. are like xenomorphs for kids in a kind yeah. of roundabout way. <laughs> well, the, the, the age-old question that we'll need to find out: what would happen if you pissed on a grandmother? Yeah. yeah, it would work. It's it's got it's got water in it. I it's don't know snow. though because, as we said before, grandmothers go in snow. They don't multiply. Water fountain. Well, they killed him. Um, yep, and what was it? Um, he spits in Gizmo's face, and nothing comes well, that's out. That's gremlin spit, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's I not, think that's not human water. There are in- aliens, remember? What would happen um, if Spider Man? I found out the deep lore. Oh, yes, about... you did, didn't you? Yes, they're technically aliens created by some doctor, something, <laughs> so that's why earth water changes them, I guess. Oh, and, um, Gremlins 2 gave me my first introduction, uh, Slayer as well. Comes out. Is it rain and blood? Might have been rain and blood. Yeah. Rain and blood. Blood. It's the only one that they'll dare play, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, actually, it makes sense for it to be rain and blood, yeah, because Angel of Death's about Joseph Bengler. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's not going to be wanting to go down on a kid's film. Oh. Um, we really need to get that on a t shirt, though. What happens if you piss on a gremlin? Yeah, age-old question. What, what would happen if you pissed on a gremlin? Like, and maybe, maybe like, wearing it, someone might answer it. Possibly. Um, I wonder if Charlotte, Charlotte probably would have guessed I had a, a gremlin in there, so I'll, I'll probably give her a credit. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so that's my fourth from piss. So on our last picks now. Last yeah. picks. So make a good one, guys. So go on to Sammy. Uh, mine's another obvious one, but it is probably... Um, the greatest monster of all time, as and he is an actual person. Um, it's the only one person in the world who has given me nightmares. Cruise. Um, to the sorry, Tom Cruise. Oh no, second <laughs> person, second, <laughs> third person who's given me nightmares and uh, genuinely give scared me so much that I got a trapped nerve in my leg. It is the wonderful, played by two great, amazing actors, three great, amazing actors. Hannibal Lecter. Ah, yes. Mm, seems like a human, if you ask me. <laughs> he is a human. Oh, humans the biggest monsters. Exactly. He is. He is such a monster. Oh, and he's... Are we the Walking Dead? <laughs> oh my gosh. We're getting there. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, if any of the last two years or anything go by. Um, but you yes. twice. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but yeah, I think he is a perfect candidate for Monster. Come on, he is a genius so- with psychopathic tendencies who eats people. I'm, I'm so going to do a Buzz Lightyear here and go like, what, you mean that hungry man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just made Hannibal Lecter cute. <laughs> to be fair, we don't smart all of us, to be honest. <laughs> 100%. I do. I think he is the definition of monster. Um, he, he scared us, like, so much. Cannibalism is ruined for me because I cut because of him. Um, it's the, before that. No. No. <laughs> I'm never going to now. Um, <laughs> but no, it was the. Um, I've watched horror movies since I can remember. I am, I'm very fairly fazed by things. But when I saw this and I asked the question, what's a cannibal? I went and got my answer. I've never felt fear like it. It was absolutely terrifying to know that an actual human being could do that. It wasn't an animal. It wasn't a mythical creature. It was an actual human being who could do that. And it absolutely terrified us. And I still hold that fear today because I ref- I don't like watching things with cannibals in. Mm-hmm. Like any like, true crime and stuff. Yeah, I can't. Any true crime documentaries or series, like podcasts. I listen to two true crime podcasts and anything to do with cannibalism. I have to ask someone else to listen to it first to see how bad it is because I can't mm-hmm. do it. It makes us feel physically sick. I remember watching Signs of the Lambs for the first time in like years and I had such a knot in my stomach because I was so scared of what was going to come on the screen, even though I'd already seen it. I can watch it now with because it is one of my favorite films, but I, and I can watch it now with a lot of lot more ease. But it's still there; figure's still in the back of my head, and I think that's a perfect monster in human form. Sorry, just doing that. <laughs> to be fair, though, like see when you think about it, he is soulless. He's calculating. And it does monstrous, monstrous things. Mm-hmm. Um, probably for as little reason that he's probably hungry, or he just wants to see what can Why make people mean? tick. Well, he's just got a really keen taste for food, and yeah. he wants to remove all of the imperfections in the world. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Like he has no. What you're saying is he's Jamie Oliver. But <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. I'd say more Gordon Ramsay. And <laughs> um, yeah, he's just he's not calculating at like well, he is calculating because he is thinking of like his victims are chosen because of what they do. It's mm. not just random. They had to have like done something to him. Uh-huh. And if if they're an imperfection or if they don't, if they're not suited in his world, mm-hmm. then you're gone. You're not only yeah. murdered, you're then eaten. Um as Ray Loretti found out mm-hmm. in Hannibal. Yeah. I love that scene, by the way. I love that scene. I don't know why. I just love his face. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I just, like, see, the problem is I, th- I felt like the watered-down Hannibal Lecter in that film compared to... Here's the middle of the book. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, I know um, Hannibal Rising gets a really bad rap film-wise, but Thomas Harris was really pushed up against a wall. They had the rights to Hannibal Rising, and he hadn't yet finished the book. Yeah. And he he quickly wrote out something. So even though it's not great for him, it was because he didn't want the studio to make it up as they went along. Yeah. And yeah. so I know Hannibal Rising doesn't get a really good reaction, but Mads Mikkelsen 
in mm-hmm. the actual TV series is just perfect because there is a level of psycho in there that makes them so interesting. And I think Mads portrays that perfectly, like with his mannerisms and how educated he sounds. <laughs> like he has that education in his voice. Mm-hmm. that some of us rarely had I don't have it yeah. <laughs> it's a, Hannibal's an interesting one because he on paper he's like the most like the pillar of the community mm-hmm. human mm-hmm. that you could expect educated you know well-spoken all that but yeah you're right the the inhuman act that he commits is you know makes him a monster it's mm-hmm. monstrous it's not just murderers and serial killers they do one or two things they, they do they, they don't take that away from someone flesh mm. and, and and then go and do that like i don't know it's, i think it's just a, a, a another level of sadistic that i just can't get my i can't get my brain around and it it makes us physically sick to think that somebody could do that mm. like i love delving into serial killer minds and and psychological like psychology of things i don't want to get in there <laughs> you don't want to I, meet a cannibal. I never want <laughs> to get in. The, I never want to get into the mind of a cannibal because I do not want to know why they do that. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm fine with that. But I had to pick Hannibal Lecter because, as monsters go, he's pretty fucking terrifying. Yeah, I think we talked about that as well. That, that Sam will never use a teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the tone has been lowered. <laughs> It wasn't by me this time. Oh my god! <laughs> I had such a good point as well. I honestly, thought your number five pick was going to be Steve Puff Marshmallow Man. Nah, because uh, I, I did not think I did not think that cleverly. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man, I really struggled not not struggled with the list just to define what monster is. Yeah, and I, uh, I was watching something today, and someone someone described Hannibal Lecter as the most evil monster that they'd ever faced in movie history. And I thought, oh my God, yeah. And that, that really changed my list mm-hmm. um, because he wasn't in there originally. And I was like, oh, I totally get that. He is a monster. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is another definition. He doesn't have to look scary aesthetically like a monster. His actions alone are monstrous. Mm-hmm. I literally fucked this all up by asking people what they would consider as a monster, didn't I? <laughs> no, no. You made it more interesting. That, no, you did. You did. You made it more you made it. You made us think because I thought you all had a clue as to what a monster, like what monster podcast we were doing. It wasn't until you questioned it, I was like, ah, okay, maybe somebody, maybe maybe everyone else is in the same boat as I am, and are not sure what they're defining as monster. That's why I, I kind of left it a little bit open as well because yeah. I was interested to see what people's views were or what they would take from it. Because to be honest, as we've said, anything can be considered a movie monster in the right in the way that it's done. And mm-hmm. again, I know some people's went the classic route, some people's went the obvious route, and some have went for like, like the scary ones as well. But all of them has valid points. Mm-hmm. It's just like seeing, and again, I like this as well, because most of our picks, I know we haven't finished, like we've done before, there's always been a few where we've all picked the same. This one's only had one so far. It wasn't even one. It was just from the same franchise and it was mm. two separate characters and it was just, yeah. and they yeah. were going straight after each other. So this is probably, I'm not going to blow me blow it too soon, but this could be the first podcast where no one's had the I same pick. Know. Wait for the last pick. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. My, oh my God, that guy's back again. 
Thank Don't you, Charlotte. Get off the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Charlotte. Um, yeah, Charlotte said, Charlotte called this one too, by the way. So Charlotte <laughs> called my whole entire list. And half of Paul's. Brilliant. Brilliant. I think she's only called one of mine. Yeah, she's she said a few times I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Um but yeah, Hannibal Lecter couldn't couldn't not put the I can't think of a clever name for him. He doesn't just, have like a nickname. No, Hannibal the Cannibal, <laughs> yeah he does. Yeah. Hannibal the Cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> just evil personified. Because it's unpredictable evil. It's not it's There's no it, rhyme or reason to it. No, no. And that line in Scream that oh. they use, oh <laughs> did Hannibal have a reason for doing what yes, he Yeah, he, yes, he fucking did, Billy Loomis. Shut the fuck up. Glad you got <laughs> shot in the head. But yeah. And the fucking rest. Oh. I'm glad his career got shot in the head as well, to be fair. He's doing well in Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, not defined well. <laughs> Hannibal the cannibal. Last pick. Um, so moving on to Kev's last bit. So mine was a really tough one, um, and I've still been tossing a few around here. Um, so I was thinking originally the relic from Chimera, uh, the Chimera from the relic, because it's a proper monster. Um, but then I thought, no, we'll change that. Then I thought maybe Gabriel Byrne from End of Days. <gasps> I thought, no, we'll change that. We'll go a bit different. I was thinking maybe the mimics from Edge of Tomorrow, so I can watch Tom Cruise die a million times. Excellent. <laughs> but we'll change that. So I'm going with a mimic, but it's the Judas bug from the film Mimic. So if anyone's not seen that one, it's worth a watch. I don't know this at all. I don't know this at all. <laughs> it's not a very good film, but it's it's freaky. It's like Kev's all choices. It's not a very good film, but... <laughs> it's freaky. So essentially, um, New York, they're getting like an epidemic and cockroaches are carrying this disease. So they genetically alter a bug called the Judas breed to go in and infiltrate the cockroach hives and wipe them out. And years later, um, people are just going missing again, dragged down into the sewers. And essentially what it is, is the Judas bug has evolved and evolved and evolved. And it just stands upright and just looks like a man in an overcoat. And then its wings yeah. are covered, massive fucking claws. And it's just, it's a murderous cockroach, essentially. Nice. This sounds right up my alley. It, it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun watch. It's not scary. It's got a no. cast. And yeah. It's, it came out. I think it came out at the same time as The Relic as well, didn't it? Yeah, about 96, 97-ish. There's been a few sequels from it. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> I, I remember the monster being better than the film. Yeah. The idea of the monster. But again, it's it's a tough watch because you're thinking you, know, you want things to get entertaining. It, it gets gruesome at times, though. Yeah. That, that was that was the only thing. But it's, I've always wanted them to be scary and stuff like that. But... Sorry. It's uh, the last from um, Romeo and Michelle's high school reunions, and yes, it's not just a yeah, yeah. Meet, Minus 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 that's yes. the one. Yeah. Um, she's in it, she's quite good in it. Hmm. Um, she's making oh, her comeback, she's <laughs> making her comeback. Yeah, there's, there's some good scenes in it. There's uh, the monster itself looked good. I think it was Stan Winston that done it. Um, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's fast moving, it, it kind of makes you think like. 
standing on a metro platform in the middle of the night waiting for your last metro home and it's dead. And mm. you kind of see the one guy stood on the end and it's no. like all in black. You're like, no. I'll, I'll stay where I am. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't mind getting off in Pilar this time instead of Versailles. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite old. Done that plenty of times. Um, I think, yeah, I think what I, yeah, because I liked about this as well is because they try to, the Jeepers Creepers it a little bit. Yeah. Try and see the monsters a man through the film. Yeah. And you find the out. The way you a... described him, mine did sound the same as. Is, uh, it's it's creeper. very creeper like. It is very creeper like. Um, mm. But it, it's creepier um, because people are just going missing and you, mm. you don't really find out oh. why. And then they're chasing it down. Um, there's scenes in the subways and undergrounds and the sewers and stuff. And it's like really dark and oh. just like flashlights kind of flashing up and around. And it's like obviously, I mean, not much difference now, but like dark and then. You, you did know. absolutely nothing there, mate. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got monitor on, so it's um, not as light, um, but it's like the darkness kind of comes and goes. What's it called? Mimic. 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 Uh, it, it sounds really interesting. It's an interesting watch. It's not a great film, but the monsters themselves, like the bugs, are kind of, uh, they're, they're creepy. Mm. Um, that can it, make a film, though. Like it, it gets gruesome at times. It does. Yeah. Um, like the end's probably the last... Not even the end, um, about five minutes before the end, the 20 minutes before that last five minutes are like, they're really quite tense. Like we're mm. stuck in a subway car and there's only like two or three of them left. Um, it's it's a bit tense, like. It's got elements of, have you seen a film called Creeper? Yeah. Like where it's in the subway, it's got that type of feel to it. But Creep. yeah, um, it's it's a hard one because you, as you said, the monster is fantastic. It's just... Yeah. Weirded down because the film kind it went of too much into the science. Yeah, it's it's it stops being fun and you stop enjoying it. But the monster is, as you said, it's it looks amazing. It is scary and the build up to it, they don't just show you it straight away. It's hinting at and it's done well. It's just I think the reason why I haven't got fond memories of it is because it's a shit dull film. <laughs> not that, but like, it's, um, I mean, it, it, I'm talking with a lot of likes Blade Runner, so I. <laughs> it's not that dull. <laughs> I've seen things. <laughs> Blade Runner, it made PTSD as well. Um, but no, it's uh, yeah. it's well roast, but they went into the science too much, and they should have yeah. stayed out of that and just went into the um, like into the actual law and got the film going. And mm. um, the little special needs kid that was in it was really good. Um, the one that was making the models and stuff. Um, mm. the I'm sure you know, and boy, and people, and people really like, was it? Yeah, it was kind of giving hints of what like the creature was coming to yeah. them and stuff like that. The, but it Mr. Clicking Shoes, it was called or something. Yes, yeah, because like the, the bugs thing, that was the thing. Um, I probably will. I think GX said it before. I probably will revisit this one because mm. I don't have fond memories of it. Because, but again, it could be just because when I watched it at the time. There was a lot better horror movies around at the time because yeah. I think there is because I think Scream came out around about the same time as as well. Same year, I think. Yeah. So wow, pretty... that's a film to go up against, isn't it? Yeah, like, especially in the horror genre. It, yeah. <laughs> same I guess I like the creature features were kind of going out the window yeah. when yeah. Scream was kicking off big, but. No, was... I, I love a good delve into some weird science and all that business. So <laughs> I think I'd it check that out if I can find about it. the same time as Starship Troopers. So yeah. Creature mm. Features uh, were trying I, to make a comeback. I mm. love Starship Troopers. <laughs> Me and so Anthony love it. It's one of our favourites. I absolutely 
I absolutely love the fact that Paul Verhoeven, when he was casting the film, he was like, I need people that look like white, arrogant supremacists. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, you'll do. <laughs> they, they ended up with, uh, whatchamacallum, as Johnny Rico. Yeah. Carl <laughs> Van Dien, who yeah. literally his career just went, well, hey, Starship Trooper, oh, I'm dead. He <laughs> came back, he done Star Trek 2, it was 7 or something like that. So <laughs> I, I started on um, Shark Attack as well. <gasps> it was awful. Awesome. <laughs> it was terrible. But it's going to die as fast as uh, Starship Troopers died. But no, um, it, it went up against some really good films at the box office. I think I remember going to see Mimic, uh, American Werewolf in Paris, Starship Troopers, and Fallen all round about the same time. Yeah. So it went up against some stellar competition in all fairness when you think of box office numbers. Yeah. The thing is that with Scream coming out towards the end of the year, that was because it came out around about Christmas, that was yeah. that, that was the rebirth of the, the slasher yeah. genre. So, and everything else just took a backseat because mm. they're trying to beat that film. Then it was like I, I know what you did last summer, uh, Cherry yeah. Falls and the faculty, Urban Legends. All them. Yeah, we're going to have to do one of these for one to get on with. So. Oh, I'll, I'll ha- happily sit and talk about slasher films all day. Yeah. Oh, 100% we need to revisit slashers. We we did not even scratch the surface when it came to slashers. And you need to watch bloody Sleepaway Camp. Yes. The end of it is just horrifying. I just, I just Kev, Kev. I'm not, I'm not giving any spoilers away whatsoever. I'm just saying the end That's of it. Just a, I just wide mouth. That's all. That's not spoiler. It's just the noise. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen the images so right. just watch it it's fucking it's, brilliant it's fucking awful <laughs> no it's not it's fucking brilliant Paul and it's on YouTube just watch it right. so thank you Kev moving on to Jake's last pick <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm gonna go big the biggest the king of the monsters Godzilla yeah. <laughs> what, what about Godzuki <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to go there. What you mean? No, his real son's called like Mina, Mila, <laughs> and he's in the terrible movies from like the eighties. Um, but yeah, this was like, this was like the definitely the lock for me, pick wise. This was just like you know front of the mind immediately. Um, I don't know what it is exactly about Godzilla because his design is like it's cool, um, but it is just a giant like dinosaur, but. I don't know. It just like just fired off my imagination as a kid, and then and then finding out that there is more monsters, like you know, so many different characters, like mm-hmm. in his kind of pantheon. Um, I would actually say, like technically, King Ghidorah's my favorite, the three-headed dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of like design-wise, and because it's a weird, evil alien. But yeah, Godzilla's amazing, and. I even kind of like the 98 Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the, the look of that Godzilla, I actually generally like. Yeah, the I, look, look the is look, cool. The look yeah. is cool. He's got Matthew Broderick in. Yeah. In that. Uh, yeah. I like Matthew Broderick. It's and just like silly, though. But yeah. I enjoyed He's Roland just... Emmerich's Godzilla. It had He's... John Reno in. It's a win. He's just an evil person. I'm going deeper underground. <laughs> oh, my God, that's such a good song. <laughs> um... The, the interesting thing about Godzilla was it took me like friggin' decades to actually see any of the original movies because oh, really? it was so hard to get a hold of as a kid. Yeah. You had to just like accidentally catch something in the middle of the night on TV and like yeah. tape it. Um, 
I think it was yeah, on the, like Sunday night at like half four in the morning. They used to have a Godzilla yeah. film on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what one of my favorites is. And it's actually one of the newer ones, like Shin Godzilla, the, the last Japanese one that they did. Um, if you can find it with the Japanese audio, amazing. Uh, the dub's kind of silly. It's kind of a hard watch, but there's like a scene in the middle where like Godzilla basically, it's a different Godzilla. He kind of morphs from like a weird mutated thing into like a big Godzilla, what you would assume. But there's like a an amazing scene in the middle with like this like like proper like haunting orchestral score when he's basically just exploding with light, like a bit of a meltdown type of thing. But like like just like light rays shooting everywhere and destroying like the entire like Tokyo. And it's just like it gives you like proper chills. It's the best scene in the movie, like by far. Um, well, Tokyo, what did Tokyo ever do to Godzilla though? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the real monsters who are the humans we upset the ecosystem. <laughs> it, always told, it was always Tokyo bombs. So what Jake is trying to say is call Captain Planet. He's yes. our hero. He could save everything. <laughs> He's gonna take pollution down to zero. Yeah. I love the modern Godzilla movies too as well. The like I say other than Kong versus Godzilla, the two before, like Godzilla um I love King of the, the Monsters and King of the Monsters that they brought out as well. I loved I all the elements and it's popcorn films. Yeah, um, that uh, one that went too much humans again. Yeah, but like to be honest, I, I don't think I remember the human scenes so much. But like seeing Rodan, like the pterodactyl, like mm-hmm. like climb upon a volcano and just be like, this is like amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you when you see like the 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 Rodan from like the nineteen fifties or whatever, just like the... <laughs> yeah, I that, just that loved it. I think my problem with that film is is twofold. They wasted Brian Cranston. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely 100%. A massive talent. And then they thought, we're going to get rid of this massive talent and then bring this fucking bell and that fucking Aaron Tyler Johnson on and give him the film. That's just that was that such, a bad, such a bad move. Like the, the marketing was like you saw Brian Cranston and it's right off the back of Breaking Bad. They literally sold the film on Brian Cranston. Uh-huh. And he was in it. Uh, nah, I'm angry. <laughs> that, one, that one had like the classic wait to see the monster you know like it took a while which is a lot of what those old japanese ones are you do get you get a glimpse early on Mm -hmm. like godzilla gets beat and then you you have like humans talking in boardrooms for like an hour and you get like a little bit then godzilla comes back you know and saves the day it's kind of like how anime works if i'm honest like you know like Godzilla's Goku. Yeah. <laughs> Even the cartoons were fun. I love the, the cartoons. cartoons. The Godzilla were great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Aaron Tyler Johnson Godzilla film where they had them. Um, the, was it Motu? Yeah, Motu was the two. Yeah, uh, the, the, yeah, those the only were... thing I thought of was Masters of the Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, when I went to see that, because not a lot leaked out about that movie beforehand. Mm. Like when I went yeah. to see that, I had no idea there would be like a monster fight. I thought it was just going to be, you know humans godzilla. godzilla they'll yeah. save that for the second one so i was like pleasantly surprised that we actually got some monster battling and like yeah. the, they're a completely new thing but yeah. they were like kind of cool design wise um i absolutely loved one aspect of that film and that was the halo jump where there was straight out of the choppers without the parachutes mm-hmm. with the flight suits on i thought that was unbelievable to watch like the special effects doing all of that i was just like 
being on the receiving end of one of those, I can tell you, it's absolutely fucking terrifying. <laughs> and there wasn't even a Godzilla there when you did it. <laughs> <laughs> all, all that we know of, Kev might not be there to tell us. <laughs> That's Was that, Did you go to Monster Island? Is that one of the, yeah, the that, places that, you've been? <laughs> uh, we we, we, uh, we gilly suited in uh, Tom Cruise's mansion. <laughs> uh, was it uh, Mothra as well? Mothra is oh, such yeah. a fun... Because Mothra was kind of like a different series in Japan, so like getting yeah. having all the Toho monsters, like you know, a few of them. There's like there's a there's a few omissions that they could probably do for like newer films and stuff. Um, but yeah, Mothra was beautiful, like the 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 hatching scene. <laughs> yes, the noises that Mothra made. I just wanted to walk over, stroke it, and feed it me clothes. <laughs> uh, I know what you are all talking about because he's made us watch loads of shit, but. I don't know half the people who like or creatures or anything. I do know Mothra though. Yeah, Mothra is always the like she was always beautiful and stuff. She mm. always had like a weird twins with them as well. Mm. Like she had yeah. the old and for them like, like psychic twins that were yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Um, really good Godzilla bad guys as well. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, Rodan was absolutely fantastic, and then King Ghidorah was just oh come on! I was so excited for the new one. Just. I was like, oh, come yeah. on. I mean, I'm getting out. Mecha Godzilla was like a childhood dream yeah. of mine, <laughs> seeing him. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but... No, um, it was you know, what it was. Though. It was fun to see. I'm glad it happened. I was I was secretly thinking about it the entire film. Like, is there going to be a Mecha? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, that, that, got, that, that got spoiled us because fucking Fungo released the pop. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is why I absolutely hate social media when a film that I'm looking forward to is coming out. We've just seen it with Doctor Strange as well. Everything gets released. Yeah, we there's no secrecy anymore. Is there like there's no decent cam no decent campaigns for movies anymore because the internet just goes nah. Yeah, I absolutely used to love it as a kid where I'd have to go out and buy a magazine just to see stills yes. from behind the scenes. And just 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 photos and not even loads of them, just a couple. Yeah. Um and having like like the marketing campaign for Blair Witch. Yeah. Fucking like I know people don't like the film a lot, I love it, but the genius and marketing behind that how like, that hyped you. That made you want to go. And now the internet's just like, now well, just have have the majority of the film. You you just 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 see it. Just see it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I might as well have not. I might as well have not went to see Doctor Strange too. Uh, honestly, I'm really looking forward to Thor: Love and Thunder. But if they had just kept from the beginning that Jane Foster was going to be playing Lady Thor, how amazing would that reveal have been? Um, I'm not too good about that one. Like I say, I'm glad they're not showing us score, but we've seen the toys now as well. But um, going back to Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> This is this is all Funko Pops problem, and you are hated those things, <laughs> ruining our conversation. Um, yeah, yeah I've, I've talked enough about Godzilla for yeah. what well, are yeah, your guys' I, thoughts? I, I, I knew this was going to be on like, your pick, to be honest, Jake, because uh, you are the Kaiju King. Um, you have many but... titles, Jake. <laughs> the Kaiju but, uh, King's a good one. I'm keeping yeah. that. <laughs> but, uh, so I did take it off my list. Um, oh, okay. I, I oh. kind of took it off mine. You've, uh, you, there was one I thought would have went on there, but hasn't. Mm. And that would have been oh. the monsters from Pacific Rim. Uh, what? Are, yeah, what are those called? They were again? Kaijus. Those yeah. were like those. Are, I do like those designs, like because they they kind of got bigger every time. That's a yeah. cool idea. <laughs> they, were, they were like level three or level four, but yeah, I don't think they quite hit the same. They never had the same 
markers what Godzilla did, if that well, makes sense. Looked amazing. True. I think Godzilla had Godzilla had was the king of the monsters. King of the monsters, and I love the little side eyes you used to get off Godzilla as well. Yeah, but yes. yeah, he's got human eyes, like in the older. I mean, it's not so much in the newer ones, yeah, but like googly eyes. Yes. Yeah, Go- like but but yeah, you could like you could get some emotion out of that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know the it's stick on eyes you get where it moves yeah. around, just like mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yes. big cutie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so we're moving on to my last pick now. Mm-hmm. So this Roll is please. the most. Oh, that was some, that was like an anticipate, like ready, ramp it yeah. up. <laughs> so, so this is the most terrifying monster of them all. That is scary you in all levels. Me. So it's not no. Tom Cruise. No, and it, it did have a nickname called Bruce, though. Oh, it's Jaws. Sorry. Hang on, because Paul will start getting all of his merch out now. <laughs> Specifically, hard the Jaws cups out there. Jaws, Jaws is in there, but yeah, fuck me, this scary. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. This stopped me from going into. I've, I've told the story so many times that it stopped me going into Rota Beach for a long time when I was a kid, just because <laughs> I was scared in case Jaws come after us. Um, there's been a few in. In, incarnations like Jaws 1, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, and Jaws the Revenge, um, where Revenge the family of the Jaws... <laughs> the family of the Jaws. The family of the... Uh, it was the son of the shark came back to try and hunt down the family. Mm-hmm. That, that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same in... It's the same well, in the Jaws. Nope. And, and guess yeah. who was in it as well? Michael Caine. Michael Keane. Oh my and he, god! And he and and he missed accepting his Oscar because he was on that set, didn't he? <laughs> yep. He had he had the video call in at the Oscars because yep. he was on Jaws. Absolutely loved what he says. I've never <laughs> seen the film. It was probably a piece of crap, but the house that it bought us was nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mrs. Who was talking about that not long ago? She was saying like Michael Caine is just an actor who is there for a paycheck, yep. and he said doing Jaws or something. It was something she never. I don't think she mentioned the name of the film, but it said like. Absolutely hated it. Never seen it, but paid for his uh, beach house. It was the revenge. He works for his money. Yeah. Michael Caine's not an actor. He's an institution. True. But for the first one, let's let's not talk about the shit sequels. Um, I mean, you brought them up. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk about the masterpiece that is yeah. Jaws. Yeah. For a film, like you see that you don't even see the shark for what, over, over an hour of the film. Mm-hmm. And the elements in the acting in this film not just by the shark the shark is brilliant but uh like i say the characters in this are just outstanding i don't think performance wise in a in our classes this is one of the scariest horror films is beaten it, it is scary in the exorcist hands down because um, this could happen a giant shark could terrorize a town are you, are you trying to say that demonic possession could not happen Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Power of Christ does not compel me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. There, it's 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 the thought that it could happen, and you're not going to know about it until you you're already in until the shark's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit! Paul was right. <laughs> I absolutely loved um, the fact that they actually took the scene out from um, the Kinter boy dying. Mm. Yeah. They showed the shark's head. Yeah. And they didn't want that. It was no. It was too horrifying for one. Oh, the is that the little boy with the, with the, with the and his and his mother's like walking along the beach? That yeah. is one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever ever seen. 
just her looking. Yeah, it just goes to show. No, it's not him. Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, cast-wise... Did you hear the story about that? Was that something about the meeting up or something? The sandwich shop. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's been around in there for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, she walked into a sandwich shop, saw a sandwich named after them, like mm. the Kinton sandwich or something like that. Um, and she was just like, oh, I, I played the mother in Jaws. And it turned out the, the son in Jaws owned that franchise. So he came out and had a bit of a reunion. Lovely. Yeah. But yeah. Not to get all political and stuff, which I know we don't really try and stay away from, but the the idea in this film resonates so much in today as well. That the oh, 100%. That- the fact that like say, this monster was killing people and they still wanted to keep the beaches open. We had a fucking killer virus killing people for the last two years. But no, no. D- eat out and dine out. Uh, yeah. Dine out just to keep the business open. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely, no, you're absolutely right. He, our, uh, um, mm. our prime minister became the mayor of Joe of um, Amityville. Island. Amityville was the horror. That's it, thank you. I knew it was Amity in there somewhere. Um, but yeah, he definitely became he became that mayor. Um, you're absolutely right, Dickhead. Mm. <laughs> without a doubt, is one of the scariest things ever because as you have just been saying, it could happen. It did happen. Mm. Yeah. It did happen. It was based on the story of two bull sharks that went around um, Martha's Vineyard massacring people. Wow. Hundreds. It's a true story. Um, It wasn't a great white shark. It was two bull sharks and it was set in rivers. Wasn't this film in Martha's Vineyard? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. It was uh, was filmed in Martha's Vineyard, which is where the first attack happened and then Mm -hmm. it went up the coast um, towards New York. It's honestly the, the community that follows Jaws is unreal. And some of the like co- collection pieces that people have oh. like, is unreal. Like there's one guy I follow who has the tankard mm-hmm. that goes in his mouth. Yep. Who the fuck gets that? How do you get that? <laughs> like, where do you have to be to get this shit? I love the premise. Like I know, like I said, we could go on and on talking about I this would film. love to do a whole episode on Jaws, like but, a massive oh. one. But I would love to know who is your favourite character in Jaws as well. Oh, it's such a toss-up between uh, Richard Dreyfuss's character and Quint because mm. that table scene where they're showing scars yeah. is just genius. They absolutely hated each other. I'm going to say Quint. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm going to say Dreyfus was amazing. I'm going to say Robert Shaw. I'm going to say Quint. I don't think I know anyone's names. Who does the the chalkboard thing? <laughs> oh, Quint. Quint. Yeah, yeah. he's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Richard Dreyfus because, like, say he was the one. He was the one person that was telling them what was happening, and nobody listened. <laughs> he was basically the Ripley in this film. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think um, you can't you can't talk about Jaws without talking about Rob. I can't Roger see Snyder. Yeah, Rosh and that amazing, amazing line of we're going to need a bigger boat. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Ad-lib. The majority of some of the stuff he said was ad libbed. Um, it has just... that one what... shot on the beach where the camera just. Yeah. When Kinter dies, it's just like, fuck. One of the Spoilers. best, one of the, one of the best jump scares as well, other than Ghostbusters, uh, when the head. 
comes out the window underneath the water. Ben Gardner's head. Ben Gardner's yes. head. <laughs> I still yes. jump to this day. Yeah. I watched this. I remember exactly where I watched this for the first time. So I'd been going to Florida since I was 15 and I'd been on the Jaws ride for like when I was there. And I hate the, the Jaws second- ride. Traumatized me. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Loved it. No, like, like, like Paul said, it's a real... Jaws shark coming right for yeah. you. And you it can could smell. Ha- it happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell like the fish burning and everything when mm. he gets blown up. Don't like it. But I wouldn't when... even. I wouldn't even go near the hanging. They've got like a hanging jaws thing. Oh, like, yeah. I'll catch of the day. I wouldn't go anywhere near it after I've, that. I've, I've, got, oh, I've, got, I've got a. I've got a photo of me heading it. So yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. I think. But yeah, when I um, so the second time I went, uh for some reason I just got this massive connection like I was like oh, I want I've not seen this film I want to see this film the day we came back from Florida we obviously when you come back from Florida you've got to try and stay awake to get your body back into sync into yeah. your normal sleeping pattern so we stayed up quite late I was like six I just turned 16 me me mum me dad not my sister <laughs> because she's never seen it before um sat and watched it and I just instantly fell in love there was no I wasn't scared um I just loved I love the characters I love the fact that it was a shark at the end of the day like it wasn't like a typical horror where it was like some guy with a knife coming to get it was a fucking shark big like one, I though. love that yeah I love <laughs> oh, that idea I just fish. I just love that idea yeah Michaela has not seen this film I changed that try to make it really is iconic just everything the music the yeah. even like even the poster is just iconic so yeah. many things have ripped it off yeah. oh yeah oh, uh, i think i've got jaws. a cat oh no i actually have a, a genuine jaws t-shirt like, uh, my wife my wife's got the pause one um <laughs> i've got pause wars like a star wars one but yeah. not that one uh, um, my favorite any... part of jaws Sorry. is um it, it's always going to be the lagoon where mm. the kids are in the boat and it traumatizes Michael when it just brushes past him after biting that fella's leg off. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can see when the shark comes in to get him, how it mm. turns over in the water and you see it from non existent to just there. There. And mm-hmm. it's just like, that is how a fucking shark works. You, you don't know until it's on you. Yeah. You don't know uh. it's there until it's fucking there. <laughs> I don't like the ocean or the sea to start with, but yep. oh, definitely wouldn't be swimming in it now. <laughs> And how many as kids, after you're watching this film, because we all watched this so fucking young, um, when you were going to bed, were you scared of dangling your legs outside of the bed just in case Joe's got you? I was was in the toilet, man. (laughs) I watched watched it at 16 and I wasn't scared, but I've told you the story of me dangling my legs outside the bed and convincing myself, like asking myself, what would I do if somebody walked past and touched my foot right now? And I spent about an hour absolutely freaked out at the fact that somebody could come and touch my foot even though i just made it all up on my head <laughs> i can quite easily do that i think we've, we've done that justice there because I, I know as i said we could do a full fucking episode oh, on oh, most of these ones that we've talked about oh, tonight we've literally <laughs> just given ourselves months of content because we're like because it's the time ever that we've all picked something differently and it's all i don't know it's just brought out a different conversation if we have mentioned mm. something from previous or the fact that like you mentioned like godzilla it's never been talked about on here yeah 
So, uh, I just, just uh, it's damn been, shame. We've literally given ourselves <laughs> writing <content>. the wrong. <laughs> God, I did really, 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 really good, and didn't mention Jurassic Park once. I, th- I, I actually thought a T Rex was going to come into our Raptor. Yeah. That's a movie monster. Um, I was going to think of Falco, the, the luck tracking. Yeah, <laughs> Charlotte had the nothing. Yeah, the the nothing. nothing. Yeah, she's just put our list up in the thingy. Yeah, she had a few good ones. I, I also, um, I thought the Niffler from how. Um, Fantastic oh! Yeah. We didn't Teddy. have that no, many no. cute monsters, did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. Teddy was just camera, just camera. <laughs> but to be fair, though, the, the, there was TV monsters as well, like the Demigoran in uh, Stranger Things yeah. could have mm. been discussed. Oh, There's so many mm. we could have went down with TV as well. Have you seen The Strain? Yes. Yeah. And all, like all half of X-Files. <laughs> yes. We've literally just given ourselves ideas for forthcoming episodes, so... <laughs> Yeah, well done yeah. us. Monster Pat Madness back, coming everyone. this October. <laughs> yes. Oh um... my god, Jake. Yes. <laughs> no, I stole that. That's that's the thing. I was gonna say as poor Charlotte's just pointed out in the, the chat that would almost have three hours. So <gasps> Okay, wrap this baby up. Hashtag Charlotte's feet, hashtag Charlotte's wet, hashtag Paul's balls, Charlotte's there, we're gone. Oh, there's a there's a new one as well. Um hashtag Paul, furry Paul. Oh, okay. Hashtag Sam Shags Ponies. Um, hashtag well, Sammy's mom. Hashtag <laughs> we're pro gamers now. I just want to say thanks to the Twitch people. We are affiliate yeah. now, so we can make money from subscriptions. If you would like to chuck us a few quid to help keep the lights on at the old Nerdy Up North warehouse the podcast machine <laughs> yes uh, so yes follow us on uh, youtube instagram uh twitch twitter uh, every fucking thing charlotte's book club uh, charlotte's book club we've just joined tiktok for fun- some reason i don't know how Yay! that's, <laughs> how that's happening uh, laura's laura's dealing with that side we've done a, done a twitch video or not we twitch are video. everywhere yeah, <laughs> we're a fucking over this town. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But yes, I'm absolutely knackered now. So yes, thanks, me guys. Too. Um, next week, uh, what is next week? Art oh. American Gods. We're doing our first uh, book review. So uh, we're, we're delving into, like I said, Uncharted Waters next week. So that's going to be interesting. So it's me, uh, Sammy, and Charlotte. We're on a three way. So it's all good. Yep, I can't wait to listen to that one and get educated. <laughs> and you know what? With Charlotte being on here, you will certainly be fucking educated. Oh, Charlotte's favourite. There we go. <laughs> I just want to say, Charlotte, I may have given you a lot of shit this episode, especially at the beginning. I love you and I'll see you Friday. It's fine. I'll give her more anyway. Yeah, you yeah, kind of outweigh things. So, yeah. yeah. We're wrapping this up. Yes, yeah, so same bad time, same bad channel, guys. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.